Hey guys, how you living? You doing well? Good. Glad to hear that. Truly am. So, in this episode, which is episode number 50, big number 50, so we've literally done 50 episodes of this podcast, my friends Cameron Nesbitt and Gentry Rose stopped by, the beautiful Perlino duo, and also uh, dual front man and woman of the Winchesters, uh, stopped by to talk about, well, shit, we talked about anxiety, we talked about going or me going sober technically and all the sorts of weird things that that come along with that sort of lifestyle and ending something that you've been doing for that long and being alone and animals on the farm and chickens and all kinds of great things and of course music because we're musicians and just talked about a lot of really cool shit, and I'm really excited and jealous that you guys get to hear this for the first time. Like, I'm jealous of you listeners, and you ought to be jealous of the other ones that get to hear it after afterwards. And you got to start listening to them twice, you know? you got to start listening to these things five or six times, because there's a lot of things that you're going to miss. And obviously... It's going to help the ratings if you listen to it more than once. Just kidding. We're not trying to cheat the system. So, seriously, as far as the ratings go, thank you guys so much for listening. You've kept us within the top 150 over the last, I would say, four to five months. And out of several tens of thousands, being in the top 150 is a really, really something to be proud of. So, Give yourselves a nice pat on the back, listeners. That being said, they gave some awesome uh, music and movie suggestions for you on this Wednesday edition of My Stuff. Listen to The Rolling Stones, Exile on Main Street. Listen to Aaron Ray, E-R-I-N-R-A-E, Putting on Airs, A-I-R-S, I think. White Buffalo, How the West Was Won. John Paul White, Beulah, all sorts of different things. And they suggested that you watch any Wes Anderson film, which I also have to do some homework and catch up on a little Wes Anderson because I really haven't gone down that road yet, unrelated. But they are also playing this Friday at the warehouse with the Winchesters and Conway and then at Dead Dog Sunday with the Winchesters. And I would guess that warehouse is probably 8 to 12 Dead Dog is probably 7 to 10.30, if I had to guess. But we're going to be sharing some links to their Instagrams and all that. So anyway, without further ado, welcome to My Stuff, episode number 50. Enjoy, motherfuckers. I think we both do, though. I'll go for a while without it. <laughs> then... We'll get some, and I'll eat nonstop. Yeah, we have Cheese, if we. Milk, yeah, it's rough. I went to into our bathroom today, and there were like probably eight stick cheese wrappers. Yeah, I ate a lot of string cheese last night. The string cheese incident. Yeah. <coughs> Except for we get the gouda kind. We get. Those gouda. Both. Both. Yeah. Oh man, you gotta go with all the cheeses. We love cheese. I went. Three goudas and three extra sharks. Oh, there's only six. Oh, there may yeah. have been more than that that didn't end up in the bathroom trash can. <laughs> so is that where you keep your cheese? <laughs> the bathroom trash can. 
<laughs> I'll open them in the bed, eat them in the bed, throw the wrapper on the floor, and then the next morning I'll wake up. I do, remember, them and put them in the I do remember last night I was trying to get to sleep and I kind of like halfway woke the up. Crackling paper. Can and you I, was make like, that stop <laughs> I was like, I was like, Jesus, I Cameron, one. can you unwrap that thing already? Fuck. Like, I still got another one to wait. go. Wait. Oh, are there cuss words we can't say? No, fuck, fuck that. Okay. No, no, we are, we are, yes, we are good. We are marked as explicit on the YouTube. Speaking of you, uh, speaking of this, not only YouTube, but uh, uh, the Potomatic. These wonderful voices that you hear, listeners, that you have not heard yet are uh, Cameron Nesbitt and Gentry Rose. Is that officially, can I say that, or is that just your Facebook title? No, those are my, that's my name. Those are my names. Those are my names. <laughs> Jesus. Government name. The wonderful Perlino. And uh, me and Jeff, you guys have heard us uh, speak of these guys because uh, we talked about this, with uh, talked about you guys with Jeff and Jen, I think, when Apron they were strings. here. The Apron Strings, indeed, which is just a great name. Yeah. Oh, what a fine day. <laughs> so, we are completely going off the grid today. We're not We're not doing any bullet points. We are just going to be talking about things. So, how in the world is the world? What do you think of it? What's your take on it? I'm sitting in it, man. I'm sitting in it. <laughs> Just just watching it all go down. Well, I'm trying to here recently, um, specifically, be a, you know more introspective, and that's always um, clever. Yeah, just uh, really trying to break down how I feel about things and why I feel that way. What is what's what's bringing all that on? <clears throat> Me being a pain in her ass. <laughs> <laughs> Recycle your plastics, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yes. They make straws out of paper. And so, um, that's fucking hilarious. Well, 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 I, I did it. Well, I did this first. So I, I was, I bowed out of being a pain in the ass first. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. 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 She's definitely so very conscious. I, I bowed out. I was not conscious about it either. So. Oh, I, I was the same way. So I bowed out and. Now, I'm just being patient. That's the best thing to be. I've learned. Like I, I, I was, uh, <clears throat> and all listeners know this, uh, but I, we fight a lot in cornbread, and we have over the years. And I just, I, I like after this last year, when we had one big meltdown at, at a couple months ago, I'm just like, you know what? I could put all of this negative energy into this if I want to, but this is not going to do me any good. Yeah, right. So I don't know. It, that's a hard fucking point to get it's to. It's crazy, though. but Jesus. if you think about how much time you're wasting, like. So I used to have like really, really bad anxiety problems, like super bad. Yeah. And typically everything that I would catastrophize in my, in my mind or like spiral on and yeah. think was going to get so bad, it never did. And it was just such a waste of time. Also, like if I started thinking something negative, um, I don't know. I just got to the place where I was like, fuck that. I'm not even going to give it any more thought. How do I fix it? You know, how do I get... Yeah, that's to where I wanted to be, you know. That's a that's a wise thing to do, I think. What do you think about that, Cameron? How how are you how are you uh going about these? Well, <clears throat> I, I I don't really know how to say uh just 
I re- like I, today I started my day job back. I had taken a couple of weeks off of working. Yeah. Uh, so because of our uh, volume of musical gigs. You it's know, that time it's of year. Crazy. It is. And so to capitalize on that and just it being so hot in a kitchen all day and then you go play an outdoor gig for four hours in the heat. That's not a good combination. I'll, uh, uh, she actually did it for me <laughs> because I've been kind of like an emotional degenerate as of late, like kind of seeing how uh, uh, all the progress that she's made as far as uh, uh, just taking control of yeah. her life, you know, like that's actively living your life, figuring yourself out. And, yep. <clears throat> I don't know. I, I, I just uh, I have a tendency to uh, pick one thing and go real hard at it. Yep. Uh, so just same here. But I'll get to a point where, like, it's usually with music. I'll go, I'll, I'll, I'll go really hard at it, improve myself <coughs> to a satisfactory extent. Uh, run it on gigs and then just kind of hit autopilot for a while. Yep. Same here, man. Yeah, it's rough. And, uh, <clears throat> but even when I'm do that, even when I do that, it's still, whatever I'm doing is all consuming. And so whether it's music or, or you know, keeping up with the animals, uh, <laughs> the animals, <laughs> do you know about the animals or the day job? There's no time I don't know. for, you introspect like any time that I spend alone, I'm occupied like playing Xbox or watching YouTube or you know. Uh, Dude, I am the same person. Like, I, if I'm not communicating, <laughs> if I'm here by myself, which is most of the time, and I, and I think that's wise too. By the way, is like I really think that that is it, because I've recently I don't know how I don't know how far back you listened, but I've I've covered a lot of this in podcasts in the past, but uh. Just, I've been in a lot of transitional periods in the last few months, or basically the last year, and uh, I don't know, spending a lot, <clears throat> spending a lot of time alone and finding out who I was took a really long time. And I mean, I was, I was glad that I didn't have the, like, I don't know, I wasn't too. And I, I had a roommate for a while who I guess I was, I was a little little heavy on because I, I you know when you stop smoking cigarettes and stop drinking that just literally fucks your head up for a little while when you don't really know what i don't know you don't know who you are i don't think i didn't know who i was because i was just i mean shit you remember man i was I, I don't know i had a by the way the first panic attack i think i ever had and i don't even think you knew it was on the way back from that random ass gig at king street and i had to pull off the side of the road and just sit there for a little bit because i didn't know which way to go do you remember that i think so uh king street grill it was not king street grill it was, it was uh, Appalachian's, right no uh wild wing cafe oh in charleston in charleston the first time Oh, no, that was the night that my car kept cutting off on the way yeah, back from Appalachia. It's yeah. always something. It's just always something, man. Like I was on the way back, my car just kept cutting off. But, no, the first panic attack that I ever had or, or that I remember, I started thinking back, and I didn't realize it was a panic attack at the time. You know, it was just I was I, I just kind of freaked out because I didn't know which way to go. I couldn't get any, like, data on my phone, and I was like, 
And they took me like fucking, they sent me the wrong check for that gig <laughs> like oh, twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah But no, nah, that was a, I don't know, that was a random thought that I had today when I was thinking about y'all coming today. And I was like, what are we going to talk about? I was like, I have to tell them that. Because I didn't even <laughs> realize that I had anxiety. I know what you're talking about, too. It was before we had left that yeah, street. Yeah, and, and I was just like, didn't know which out. way to go. Which <laughs> ramp to hit 17. Yeah. Yeah. That always confuses me down there. And I could, yeah, I couldn't figure it out. But I was, I don't know, at least then, at least now I know what Dang, the fuck. And you're like, uh, wait, how old are you? Thirty-one. I'll be thirty-two in October. Okay, so you, you, you that was a couple years ago. Yeah, that was at least two years ago. Because I'm sure, I'm pretty sure I was still drinking at that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was the night yeah. I was. That was the, the night I was introduced to the uh, the left hand milk stout nitro. Mm. I had a few of those. Nice. Yeah, I had my first panic attack whenever I was pretty young. I mean, as far as like, as far as I can remember, I've always been really nervous. So, because my grandma, we call her Paranoid Polly, and um, <laughs> yeah, you can't make that up. Paranoid Polly. She would tell us that if you got in a small car, you'd get in a wreck and die. If you got on a plane, you get in. A plane crash and die. And if you oh, had sex, you're going to have babies. Oh, like, shit. period. So, <clears throat> my mom always told us, too, that if we got away from our Walmart, somebody would come get us and chop our heads off and throw us in a swamp. <laughs> so, like, I was pretty, like, neurotic Fuck. from the get-go, <laughs> you know? How like, old were you when this was like, being like, a minister? Listen here. So, like, last <laughs> night, I was actually thinking about it. She actually had my uncle grab me up in Walmart one time and act like he was kidnapping me to see what I would do. To see what? if I would actually do what we had practiced. And she said, you didn't do anything. You didn't do anything. And I'm like, years old like so anyway so i was pretty anxious like my whole life and i fought it pretty hard like but whenever i came back i went to africa to do some photojournalism and when i came back from africa i got like this uh internal parasite and just seeing what i saw in africa like fucked me up that's a bummer yeah and I just started having really bad anxiety at that point. I was like 19. And uh, so it's been like 11. I turned 30 last November. And I just decided I was done with it. I hear <laughs> that. Like, that's a that's a good decision to make. Does the anxiety, <laughs> does the anxiety fuck, fucks with you? It has. Uh, the most recent anxiety attack I had was... The, uh, we, we were living in... Alta Surf, and I was going to Scotty's in Surfside, yeah, to take Leanne some gig posters that we had made, yeah, some gigs coming up there. And on uh, 31, <clears throat> right before I got to 544, I, you know, you feel your ears get really hot. Oh, so yeah, yeah, where well, you just I hate that. it's like uh, mine starts coming. with the, f- the flutter, the heart flutter, okay. mine starts with my pinky. But, but I think everybody's is different. Yeah, obviously, yeah. But, but yeah, but you get the yeah. It's like a heaviness about things. You kind of get tunnel vision. I was like, all right. So I can't remember whether I text Leanne or I, I, th- I probably called her because I, I don't. I try not to use my phone at all when I drive. Yeah, that's smart. Uh, so it would have had to have been a phone call. But I told her I was like, I don't know if I'm going to make it down there. Uh, 
uh, started sweating really bad. I made it all the way up to 544 and was like, okay, I'm going to be able to just force myself to get through this, to get yeah. where I'm going. And it got to the point where, like, I like the it was almost like a blindness, yep. kind of swelling in the eyes, in the vision. And I pulled over into a, one of those storage centers right there on 544 near Big Block <clears throat> and sat in the car. Uh, you called I, me. I called her and told her, I was like, I think I'm having a panic attack. Uh, so I just pulled off the road and I turned the air conditioner as cold as it would go and as high as it would go. Yeah. I leaned the seat back and I just <clears throat> let it happen. Well, I'll tell you what. And I think I told you that day. It was this like a five-minute thing. What? What? I drove on to Scotty's. I was tired afterwards, but. That thing drains all of your well, energy. I'll tell you this, though. One thing, one of the tricks I found, if you are feeling it, like, and it's yeah. coming on, and you resist it. You're like, oh, shit, here we yeah. go. You know, it gets so much worse. Absolutely. So what I've started to do, I'm like, all right, bitch, come the fuck on. Let's go. Yeah. Like, well, get as bad as you can get. Come on. And I swear, it never gets as bad as you think it's going to get. Never. And it's much easier if you're not resistant to it. So that's one of the things I've started doing. I'm just like, okay. Come on. That's one of the most conflicted feelings that I've had recently, too, is right after a panic attack. Because I had, I don't know if you guys listened to the episode where I uh, I talked about going to the pilot house and it was raining and I had to lug all of this equipment through the rain in my car, in the cart. And I was just, and it was all of those people because it was the Blue Crab Festival and like, and I'm not good with crowds at all. And I, by the time I realized that I was in a panic attack, I was like losing my shit on Adam. Like, I mean, I'd like, I was, I was unnecessarily rude to Adam, but I've gotten to the point now to where they kind of realize, okay, this is not normal. He's having a panic attack. And that's all there is to it. So they were, thankfully he was, they were fine with it. But, uh, I was like, I don't know. I was, I was like, I just really need to hit something right now. I was just like, I really need to break something. I really need to hurt something. I, I was just, that, that's, that's what it does to me. Yeah. I like think it's different for everybody. I, yeah. And I, yeah. Adam, Adam is, Adam is the one that just wants to be away from everything when he has his panic. Cause he has panic attacks bad too. But, uh, and we've talked about that, but what a cool guy though. Yeah. I love that guy. <laughs> Adam, he, he he's, he, I don't know. I don't know what to say about Adam. He's like, he's like the brother that he's gets away brother, with doing yeah. all the shit that I, that I could, that nobody else could get away with. Yeah. But yeah, absolutely a great dude. But I was they they realized, and I apologized to him immediately after after that happens. I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. But like I was like my original thought was I have such a conflicted feeling about myself and my life and how I'm viewed and like, oh shit, oh, yeah. did that? Like I just fucked up, man. Like yeah. shit. I, and 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 I and I was like, oh, dude, I'm really, I'm I'm sorry, man. Like y'all did y'all did the right thing, obviously by not not like I don't know, not fighting back, you know. Like and they they realized that I was in the middle of a middle of a panic attack, and they he didn't try to like to like attack me at all. He was honestly just saying like, 
pretty much like just being Adam, which honestly is the most comforting thing anybody can do, I guess, is just be themselves yeah. around you. Like, not change who they like are because you've changed. Exactly. Right. And yeah, because I think that's what, I think that's what another thing that I've tried, like, my panic attacks are totally different. Mine are super, like, they're super introverted stuff. Like, it's like, you, and I think that you know when I'm getting there, like, if I'm, if I'm on set, now I haven't had a full-blown panic attack in a long time. Um, Good for you. Yeah, it's, a uh, it's been a while, but I think it's because, um... August, two years ago, I had a miscarriage. And after that, like, nothing yeah, touches that. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's, that's and, awful. And so when that happened. I hate that. But when that happened, like, I grew a lot from it because I thought, well, nothing's that bad, you know. Um, and even now when I get anxious, it will, it has never gone to where, like one time I had I had a panic attack one time where I was uh, hyperventilating and my arms drew to my chest. Like oh, I man. could not. Well, that's what I was saying. Like it starts with my pinkies and then my hands go numb. And then it's like they literally do like this and just I like curl. It's it's insane. You're now like, could com- you, could, completely not in control of your body. Could your hands like, it's uh, yeah, 100%. The brain. It's it's, oh, it's your brain. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Your, your brain is the is so powerful oh, and, and and so much in control. Like, could you have like a? Could your hands like be falling asleep or something like that? And you could almost like confuse. Oh yeah, dude. That I with a panic attack and just like oh shit, is it happening? Like just so, like while you're sleeping right. or laying on like yeah. that happens to me. I don't like I don't like any sensations that are similar to a panic attack. I don't like them. So, but that's something I've had to, well, what I've talked about is trying to really like be a lot better about it. Yeah. It's what I have done. And this is the power of your, your mind that I've really, really tapped into lately. Um, is I separate those things. It's really wild. Cause if somebody had told me, uh, cause I listened to your talk with Jen and um, Jeff and uh, one thing that Jen said was, you know, don't say it's all in my head. Like, don't yeah. tell me that this is all in my head. Yeah. And I know I completely get that because I've been at that place and I'm not going to contradict her like in any capacity yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. But like, I think too, when you do grow and because it is a physical thing, I totally got what she was saying. It's totally a physical thing too. Yes, like it, but that's how powerful your brain is. Absolutely, your brain so is causing all of this. Yes, so like it's it's shitty for somebody to like be like, oh, it's all in your head. But if you look at the reality of it, it really is based out of your mind. 100%. It's not based out of your physicality. Yes. You know what I mean? It's your brain that then creates a. An extremely physical sensation. Yeah. Now, granted, be your physical, uh, like your your surroundings physically, can one hundred percent have an effect on it. Just oh, like yeah. you were saying, like just getting hot. Yeah. Sometimes just getting hot. I mean, shit, with his hair and his beard, you know what? I, I mean, dude, it's it's fucking hot and yeah. just sweating too much, or yeah. just like getting to where you don't feel like you can breathe. Dead dog does it to me. Really? Yeah. It's there. <laughs> well, Seth moved it. Thank God for me. <laughs> The light. There's a light at Dead Dog. Lights do it to me. It's so weird. Oh, um, shit. And it's... I think it's because it... 
Is it the thing that moves all around? It's not that one. It's just the... Um, the that thing bright. freaks me out, man. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes on after it gets dark, and I'm like, shh. <laughs> I'll see one of them swing around. I hate, I hate uh, all of those One things. night I thought it was I a guy hate. falling. Seth put this put this funny, and maybe you've seen it. It's like a clip of like somebody talking about lighting the entertainment. The, yeah. Did you see that video on Facebook and Seth tagged me in it? Maybe. Like about musicians bitching about the lights. And oh, it's yeah. like, quit bitching. You're my money. I'm putting light to my money. Like, did you, you have to watch it if you didn't. <laughs> but the lights at Dead Dogs send me into a spiral sometimes. And I'll look at camera and I'm like, the fucking lights. I wear glasses. I wear sunglasses at Dead Dog. You, you know, I I used to get that way, and I, not so much anymore because I don't drive so much anymore with like huge traffic, like ninety five traffic. But I, I could I would get that way at night, and like that, just seeing headlights. Me just too. any like I would used to I used to, and I'm not that bad anymore. Like me I too. said, but I think <laughs> don't try this at home, children. I think all those years of drinking and just being a little a little buzzed when like and I and I've already gone over this, so don't judge me. I hear you out there judging me. Don't judge me. I I, I made good on this. I beat the system. But uh <laughs> I I would like I don't know, I would have to I would be scared to drive unless I unless I had a little bit of a buzz cuz I would just be scared I'd hurt somebody with the shakes that bad. I'd just be scared I would yeah, you know, I, I was more comfortable and loose, and I drove better then. I know I'm not making excuses, but don't don't judge me. I've put those ways behind me, listeners. I've put my ways behind well, me, guys. Let me let me, me kind of go on that for a minute, though. What kind of ticks me off, like in this whole self discovery thing, and that I've been going through and trying to, because I was highly medicated for anxiety for a while, especially after having a miscarriage. I was drinking and medicated and like smoking and I was a mess. I was a hot mess. Yeah. And um now mind you I was going to therapy and I had a wonderful therapist that helped me a lot and just talking like this, you know. Yeah. And it's the this, greatest medicine. It is the greatest thing and it should be so okay to talk about just like if you're freaking throwing up, you're you're sick. Yeah. Right? Like if you don't feel good mentally that you should be just as normal, but it should be just as normal to talk about. Yeah. And I'm just kind of blue. Like, that's totally fine, you know. But in all that, what you just said about drinking and driving, what ticks me off is how many medicines you can get that can kill you. Yeah. Like, a bottle of Xanax for $9, like, from a prescription. And yep. if I took half of them, I'd die. You know, and people drive on that shit all the time. Oh yeah, well, and and and, and it's because it's like something that that you get from a doctor, or that's supposedly safe, <laughs> yeah. or FDA, yeah, or whatever have you. But yeah, I don't, I don't trust that shit. What do you think about that? <laughs> I try not to, man. I, uh, I've uh, every once in a while I'll, I'll get sick and and. and take an antibiotic or, or or two for a little while but I don't know until the last time I went to Ooh, kidney stones yeah oh man How, uh, <laughs> did now, you hear did the it story? start in the back and go all the way around do you feel it it I had no idea that that's what it was until probably f- pretty far into it it was Carolina Country Music Festival this year oh man we were playing a gig the official Thursday after night. party 
the official after party at Riptides. At Riptides. <laughs> oh shit! And we were supposed to start at seven, and oh god, we got there and got to setting up, and we had been we'd seen everybody that uses those Behringer X Air heads now, like yeah. Sweet Sweet and Kenny George and those guys. Uh, they're like get an external router, so you don't ever run into like the internal Wi-Fi access point in it. Uh, it can get overwhelmed if there's too many other active yes. networks around. So he was like, you don't ever have to worry about doing that. And that had never really happened to us. Yeah. We just it never had. The, Actually, it, it definitely had never happened to We live on the edge of the seat, our seats. But it happened that night. So I had to go from Riptides to Best Buy, which is not too far. Uh, it's far enough. Ran in, grabbed... A cable modem, <laughs> paid for it, went back to the gig, plugged it in, realized that it was not what I was supposed to have gotten. Oh man! Yeah, went cable back modem to Best Buy. At this point, at this point, had, I had like talked to the manager twice, and they were so cool. They, they were so, so cool. accommodating, so awesome. They were that's like, that's what we need more of. Dude, they pushed was, the gig back. They were like, they were you so can start cool. at eight. And, and so the second time awesome. I got there so and cool. got back, uh, we had it figured out. But this whole time while I'm driving, I'm in immense pain, like sweating really bad. Has he told me? I'm starting to shake. (laughs) We got everything set up. I got a windscreen on my microphone and everything was powered on and live and ready to go. Ready for me to say, hi, everybody. (laughs) We're Berlin. And it was probably like 10 till. It was probably 8. And I couldn't stand up anymore. Like I had to, I bent over. He bent. So Cameron, who like. Told her to take me to the hospital. Always wears long pants to a gig. Like he'll never yeah. do anything that on stage that doesn't need to be done on stage. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he's very, you know, stoic on stage. He. I admire I, that, I'm by talking, the way. I'm talking to a lady, and I was telling her like all the craziness that was going on, and she's like, "Is your husband okay?" And he is bent over a stool on stage, and I'm oh, like, "Man." Yeah, he's fine. And I go over there. I was like, what are you doing? Like, stand up. Like, go to the bathroom if you need it. Like, what's going on? And he was green. It was mm. awful. So, but he, he never sick. He's like a stray dog. He's fine all the time. <laughs> like, he's. Have a pretty hard Put some water in it. He really. Yeah. Well, I handed him a beer. <laughs> I handed him a beer. I said, you're probably just passing the kidney stone here drinking this beer. Like, <clears throat> it'll come out, you know? And, um. Did you go to the hospital? He was like, he he looked at me. I tried it. I went downstairs and drank a beer and smoked a cigarette and came back up. And I was like, it's, I need to go to the hospital. Did you feel it? Like, I didn't work its way around. I wasn't conscious of, like, just being there and the way that place is set up. Sorry. And, uh, uh, there were so many people. And it was like, it was a big thing for us, too. I was really looking forward to it. No, I never played there. Don't. No, in, in the well, sense of, of Riptides is 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 right there where uh, the tin roof is. Correct. I'm not sure, but mm. I'm, I only say don't because in the sense of it being busy and overwhelming, I was a nervous wreck. Like, yeah, don't I, if you. There's so many people. Well, I it's don't like, mind the people as long as I have my stage, as long yeah. as I have my space. Well, there is like you know. It, it's not like a stage. I recommend playing there. Oh, it's a beautiful. It's a <laughs> very much. It was. It's a <laughs> outstanding place. 
The only and they reason, were very accommodating. Okay, the night. They pushed me, it back. They were like, they were great. Start the only nine. reason I say don't is if if you are literally for me, I would have totally. I mean, yeah. it was just a me thing. Yeah, like yeah. you're against like a rail, like on the second second floor, like open. I was having issues with anxiety, big time. Play, oh, like man. about to play there, but and then he was like. Looks up and is like, take me to the hospital. And I was like... I was looking at it like... What? This is about to be a great gig. I feel like another one of the bands that was playing there for the for the festival that... For the part that Riptides was doing it was there. And they're friends with some other out-of-town bands of ours. So I was like, okay, I recognize those oh, guys. Yeah. Uh, we'll get to play for them. Yeah. And I was stoked. It was the... Country Music Fest, we had a gig booked for the festival. We had four total gigs booked for that tied into that. And uh, <clears throat> it was it was going to be big time, you know. Like, I'm, yeah, that's the one. We're going to throw some. Yeah, it was. I mean, it's a throw gr- some originals out, you know. Everything's going to fall oh, into place. Oh, we had been making hit, t-shirts. We're going to hit day. our stride in the first set of this gig. And it's Hell gonna, yeah. And it's going to go all the way to the end, to the last gig. And uh, that shit happened, and I was like, take me to the hospital. And it was so difficult for me to say that. He, Dude, he I, never goes to the doctor. I, I'm, I'm the same way, man. <clears throat> I've even had insurance for like the last six months, and I haven't used it yet because I just don't want to fucking know. <laughs> I don't want to know. You know, it's, 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 my brain fucks with me. Yeah. You know, if I know something's up, then I just think that that'll cause me more issues. Like, it's good to have if something fucking happens and I need it, but yeah, I'm, I'm I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't I see it as emergency use only. Yeah. And that's, basically. I mean, that's all he does. And like I said, I mean, it's, it was definitely a situation of like, like, welcome to the world. Sorry. <laughs> It was a, um, it's a beautiful venue and the managers were amazing. Um, but the level, I definitely had a lot of anxiety, but you know what? It might've been from just like your energy and then everything that happened, obviously, but it's like, that can definitely bleed in. I feel like, it was a heavy night. I felt like I was going to like. It's just super wide. Have you seen all the it? back and forth? No, I don't think it's I've ever gorgeous. Been there. It's I don't go any. Just, I don't go anywhere. Yeah. Well, it was just a little intense for me, and there was a lot going on. There was a lot of people down there, and I felt like it, it gave me anxiety. It's a great venue, and then he like looks up and's like, "Take me to the hospital," and I was like, "You fucking kidding me? Like, yeah." For real? We left everything. We left on. everything. The guitars were like, hanging in the guitar rack. Probably like five five grand worth of equipment. Just Jesus, up, you know, just up. Our guitars out. Everything. That's my biggest thing. Is I'm that and it, it, just like I was saying with the pilot house gig is I was mostly worried about my equipment. Like I because. Oh yeah, people don't get that. This stuff, like they talk about. Oh man, well, you like they'll like uh, they'll hand you the check and be like, "Oh, you made more than I did tonight." Be like, "Yeah, well, it cost me more money to be here than it did." Right. You know, I'm sorry, but there's more invested in me being here. Yeah, and this is like than, what we do. Like yeah. in the sense of like, I've had. I didn't I, just buy gas to get here. 
Yeah, we had. I was. I've had somebody try to use my microphone before, and I have a Sennheiser, and like it's my microphone, yeah. and it's a pretty expensive microphone to me. You know, it's, yeah, it's it's mine. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, please get off of my microphone, like. It's an expensive microphone, and he was like, what's it, like 80 bucks? And I was like, no. You know? Yeah. But people have no concept of how much money goes into performing. Not at all. Nor do they have any concept that what we actually do is work. Oh, God. Like, they don't really. I've, I've, I, see? There you go, listeners. They're, just, they're sitting in their cars right now. Whatever time this may be, a week from now, listening to this, like, God, he's going out on about it again. People don't think that it's work. Like, it's an actual job. This is like a profession okay, that we're in. Let me, okay, let me be the, the person that does this. I didn't think it was work. Can I be that person? And I'll tell you. I have no problem at all. Okay, so I have my graduate, I have a, my graduate degree is in teaching, and mm-hmm. I'm a teacher. And um, I... I had a, a very different view of music and mm-hmm. music being a job. Yep. And um, I completely work harder during now that we, that things have taken off as a duo. Yeah. I completely work harder because you prep. Like, we live, I mean, we live far from Merle's Inlet anyway. Like, so every time we play in Merle's Inlet, it's like an hour for us. So... We leave an hour before the hour that we set yeah, up for yeah. an hour before the gig. And then all the while before that, like an hour before we leave, we're getting ready. We're packing the car. Yeah. Each of those speakers is like 40 pounds. Like our, you know, everything's oh, heavy. Oh, yeah. Everything's heavy. a physical heavy. thing. And then standing up on stage and performing, it takes everything out of you, you know? That's the whole thing is like people... Well, Standing on stage and as a duo, we might take a fifteen minute set break. Yeah, we kind of get Same after way. it. I don't. Too. I don't like, I, we just if play people play are listening, you do it while they're looking at you. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Get get it while you can yeah. because yeah. you know you don't know when you take that There's break two, and, the, and the, that table that you were really banking on stay and leaves. Yeah. Like, too many nights, and you, it could be like one person. Nobody but the staff. Yeah. Or, and or you know. Yeah, for sure. And like we played the last place we played was OD Lounge. Wait, you're digging this? Monday. Let me keep going. Yeah, Hell and that's yeah. exactly you like, this? like I listen. Watch this exactly. I listened to your last one and um, about the little girl requesting. Oh man, that Leonard was my Cohen. favorite gig. We've Dude, been playing that. We've, a bunch here we've been too. playing that by a bunch request. lately too. By request, the the Jenny at OD Lounge. She like got Hallelujah. us. Hallelujah. Yeah, and she was like, "We well, all play this song." I was like, "Well." I know it, but I've never sang it. So we swap verses back and forth. Oh, that's awesome! And then uh, harmonize at the end. Like I'm pretty sure I always put those verses in the wrong place. I feel like I've never sang that song the same way. Like, <laughs> like I'm always mismatching well, it's, verse, it verses. Though. But yeah, we've been doing that. But we had a little girl not too long ago uh, request. She was probably what, by five at the pit. We had a, a kid, a, like a six-year-old request, Drive by Truckers, and then we had a, like a five-year-old request in spite of ourselves. And she was like, it's my favorite song ever. And That's got my heart we, right yeah, there. Yeah, it was great. It was amazing because we were playing a there place. There is hope yet. Yes. We were playing a place, and I was worried about like doing that kind of stuff. And we had looked at each other and been like, let's do it in spite of ourselves. And I was like, no, nah, there's kids everywhere. And I swear, it was like three songs later, this little girl comes up, and she's like, do you know, in spite of ourselves, is my favorite song ever. 
That's like, dangerous for me though, because when a kid does that, then all holds are off. Like, <laughs> yeah. If you know that song, if, yeah, we're playing I'm, everything. We're gonna do it. <laughs> Here well, we go. Parents well, have no, allowed you to dig, dig this. Then obviously, it's kind of like how she was saying. Like we were at a place, and we're very. We try to stay very crowd aware. You know, yeah. we're very situational with what we play because we have. I don't know. Just. Our musical interests were similar when we got together. Yeah. So the stuff that she listens to that I had never heard before is right, you know, still right in my wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah. And the same thing with her coming into the Winchesters and stuff and getting really immersed in that outlaw country because she was very uh, singer-songwriter Janice Ian, Jenny Mitchell coming up like that's her. That gig gig changed me, by the way, musically. Oh yeah, a lot. Like I don't know. I leaned into the twang a lot more in in shit than. Did I not just say that have. the other day? I said that the other day. Like sometimes I think I have an accent, and sometimes I don't. And then sometimes when we sing, especially now with the Winchesters, but I think it's because we're performing so much. I don't like. I was singing a, an Allison Krauss song the other day, and she just like. Good God. Yeah. But if I know, get to heaven and the angels don't sound like her, I'm going to be in the wrong place. Yeah. It's, but like the amount of <laughs> breath, like amount of breath control that she's oh, yeah. doing, not just vocal control, but the yeah. lucky one, the song, the lucky one. I may have heard that. Well, it's hard I'm not good to with sing. the titles. And, uh, I finally told Cameron the other day, I was like, I just need to sing this like me because I can't sing like her. She's and me sing now. Sing like you anyway. Me, yeah, me now is like more uh, twangy. It's coming out. So. Yeah, but it doesn't sound put on. No, it's real. I'm from Bug Swamp. Well, that's no. I mean, like <laughs> sounding, <laughs> sounding you like mean. yourself. Right. No, I get what you're saying. Doesn't sound like you're putting something on. Right. Yeah. Well. I, and I got to the, and I don't, I, this was when I, when I first started like recording and listening to myself on recording, I was like very disappointed in my own voice mm. and, <laughs> and I was like, just, I don't know. It took me a long time to get used to the sound of my own voice. Cause that was just like that whole thing. Like the whole time, like somebody, somebody else does this better. Like, I, I don't know. I'll play somebody else's song. And then while I'm doing it, I'm like, man, this is, this is good, man. This is like so much better than their version. And then I'll like, <laughs> and then, and then I'll go back and listen to it. And I'm like, Oh, Ooh. maybe not. And, and it just took me a really long time to just get to the point where, okay, this isn't going to be better than the original version, nor does it have to be. All it has to be is me. And like, if I'm true right. to that, then, then the rest will just fall into place like a zipper or whatever else, got, whatever, got, got, whatever falls into place. I don't know. YouTube world got all of that one. Didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but like. I don't know. I just it's there's there's pride in doing you the way that you do that because you're the only one that can do you the way that you do you. Well, it's kind of abstract to think about because you you don't sound the same from outside of your own head than yes. you do from inside your own head. Never. It's just it's so weird. There's meat and bones and sonic, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Obstruction. So. 
I do wonder how you think it's, that you it's sound. A, it's weird. Like, don't you? If you could share with other people what you sound like yourself. Yeah. You know what? And compare. Yeah. Do like an analysis. I feel like it would be so pleasing. It, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I love that. Like, I feel like you would love to hear what I hear when I talk. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's that's the way I am, man. Like I just think I don't know. I love there. Uh, there was there was a quote about Branch Rickey, who who was the guy who came up with the farm system in baseball, and also the guy who drafted Jack, who, who brought Jackie Robinson to the Dodgers. Okay, but somebody said, "Well, Branch Rickey, there was like there's never been a human who has fallen more in love with the melodious tones of his own voice." They were talking about Branch Rickey. I was like, man, that might be me. <laughs> so that might be me a little bit because I, I don't know. Like, I do enjoy. Like, guys, I'm a listener of this podcast, too. Like, I've listened to every one of these episodes at least once afterwards just to be like, oh, that sound like an idiot here. Like, just to hear myself thinking. I honestly use that as a way of, like getting to know myself too because when i'm when i'm up here talking especially without these bullet points or whatever like this is just me with no thought going into it this is literally just no filter mouth and i'm like okay so that's who this guy is and that was my method of learning who i was and who i am for real which is the (laughs) hardest thing i'm not laughing at you i'm so sorry no 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 no. it's fine but yeah she's like she's gonna make me start a podcast no 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 no. i'm not gonna make you start a podcast hold on before we go any further Please, like, no. <laughs> please start a podcast. Y'all can do it together. Please, please, seriously. No, you guys can do it together. Please start a podcast. Dude, that'd be hysterical. Let me, dude, it's, it's the most, it's the most, uh, self cleansing thing that I have ever done for my own life. It is the most rewarding and therapeutic and like I said, self cleansing thing I've ever done in my, in my life. But like, I, granted, I'm not expecting anybody to be the same as me. I, I, well, there once was a time, but I've put those ways behind me where I where I was like, okay, why don't you just do this the way that I do this because the way I do it is better, you know. <laughs> and, and I mean, I've been that. I, I'm I'm that guy still, but I keep it at bay. But uh, but seriously, start a podcast. Any, any just 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 do that. So the giggle, I have to explain the giggle, and this is <laughs> so. So, literally, Cameron's the only person that knows this about me, but I'm about to tell everybody, <laughs> because, like, why not? We got news so, dropping world. So, <laughs> so, much like a podcast, to kind of, uh, to kind of, uh, I don't know, to get to know myself over these past, mm-hmm. like, this past, like, year, probably. Yeah. Anytime Cameron's not uh, at home, you're going to laugh at me, I think. So I like talk to myself like I would answer a reporter, like telling the reporter like about my life and stuff. Like when I'm finally like on, like, I don't know, some, yeah, like when I'm on Joe Rogan one day, like talking to him about like all of my, all of my music and (laughs) you know how many, how many artificial interviews I've given in this shower. Yeah. Like that kind of, well, I'm like responding. (laughs) I'm like the interviewee. Um, I'm being interviewed and, but much like this, kind of like what you're explaining, it helps you to get to know yourself, you know, you start recording that. 
Well, I'm serious. Start recording. Start use your use your. That's what that's what I do. I, I have so many hours of recorded content of me sitting in my car driving on the way back from a gig, just ranting about somebody who did some bullshit in that gig or somebody who who made a stupid, um, some driving mistake or something that I would have done better. You know, like I've got hours of that shit just recorded on my phone that I never even release. Yeah. But, but it's so good to talking is just, it's it's such a good thing. I think so. And I don't think we, I don't think we, mm, I don't know. People knock stuff like, like, I don't know. You have to be comfortable enough to like completely talk, talk to whoever you're talking to yeah. like, be open and honest not do the character thing that you've talked about you know putting on oh, you know the char- when the character comes out they know it yeah and being a teacher too that's ha- been hard for me yeah because some days you have shitty days and some days you have to like go in and be like okay guys this is what we're doing and i stopped doing that like in front yeah. of my class and everything this spring was really when i started to figure out who i who i am yep and um had a little meltdown at 30, cut all my hair off and, um, stopped wearing makeup and you know what I mean? Like had, good for I you on like, that. I Fuck all like, that shit. who am I? You know? Fuck all that shit. <laughs> and it's helped. It's, it really has helped a lot. So yeah, I talk to myself like I'm being interviewed. So I've been doing that all my life. So whenever Pace Magazine calls, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've been practicing. I've been practicing. <laughs> yeah, so like, she's been gonna... practicing. <laughs> no, but I, I think I think that we've all done that. Anybody, I would dare say that anybody who has ever played any music or aspired to be any music has practiced their award speech. <laughs> if you ever win one, you know, yeah. I think everybody has done that. I, 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 I do that. I think about all this. I'll be in the shower, like crying in the middle of my. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I don't know if I've ever said this before. That's great. But I'll be in the shower and I'll like literally get emotional because I'll be thinking about the people in my life that I would thank if I were to get to that point to where yeah. I've won some sort of an award, and I just in in like like verbalizing what how I actually feel about these people who I would be hypothetically thanking in this situation. Oh, I guess I'm a little emotional, man. I start crying a little bit in the shower yeah. and just, I it's don't know. It's a beautiful thing. It's a good thing. Crying, yeah. crying is a huge, huge deal. Oh yeah. In, in, in what I've done It's like, I don't know. I, 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 I get, I watch a little doctor who or a little Harry Potter or a little something, whatever. And I'll, I'll, I'll get a good cry in every day. At some nice. point, I'll get a good cry in every day. And it's usually just a nice little well up. Or it might be when some jackass hits a line drive right past our third baseman and he he didn't he didn't need to get there. He needed to get there. But it's not like he it he got there and catches the ball and I'm just like Man, he gives a shit. <laughs> it's like, Man, he gives a shit. How the Braves doing? Bro. <laughs> we are right there knocking at the door to Phillies for the NLE's title as of right now. Nice. How about your your Rangers, correct? Or no, I'm Braves as far as baseball about, goes. Oh hell yeah, Bravos, man! Good shit. Raised in Florence, man. I ain't even raised in Florence, but I thought you aren't you a Houston fan? Football or yeah, Texans as far as yeah. football goes? Just to not, I, not I always confuse that with yeah, well, no shit. Nobody. <laughs> my dad's a Cowboys fan, and I mean. The, the, 
feel bad for the guy. <laughs> Jesus. But I uh, feel a little bit better for him now that they got rid of Des Bryant. He's locker room cancer. You can't have that kind of negativity in, in the locker room. It's the same negativity like like in the band. Like I like for the for the same person who I was for all those years in cornbread, who's just like nothing nothing that Adam and Smitty ever did was good enough. Or, you know, I, I, it, there would be something that they would be doing and I would be like, you did this the wrong way, like do it this way instead. And just being that, that, that sort of negativity in the band is Des Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, it's good that that has been purged. But, uh, we were, t- we, we were talking a little bit in the, in the very beginning, but, uh, what, what, what do you, what, what is it, what is it that, uh. Is it is it something random that's like just showing up over the last like Merc- Mercury retrograde getting you, or something that's Mercury making you want to, or that eclipse that just the took eclipse place. has been the eclipse that everything with me. yeah that 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 flipped everything over. It I swear it messed with me. Did I not say that? Yeah, I think it's just uh, I don't know. Over the last year, I've I've tried to become more aware. I feel like I have been a lot more aware of myself and and getting the the, the day job. Uh, kind of satisfied a couple of different things. Yeah, like, you know, it's great to have the extra money. It's a it's a good job. I work for great people that yeah. really work with the music schedule. We play gigs out of town a lot, and they're have have a good gig. You know, that's great. They respect yeah, me cool. as a, it's good to have that support system exactly. in the workplace. <laughs> and I'm very lucky to have found that because uh, it's got to be rare. Uh, so uh, just, I've always kind of been very well, like reserved, you know? Yeah. Uh, I know how good, I know how good for me, uh, being different and being act actively consciously being different is, uh, but it's, I don't know. I guess it's just a, a, a comfort thing. It's a. I, it's a, that's how I've always processed stuff. But uh, realizing here lately, just uh, how you know, it's got me to where I am, and I realize that where I was isn't cutting the mustard, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, I felt like you know, definitely for her, but. For me, all the stress that it causes and how I feel like I'm a pretty hypersensitive person as far as, like, what's going on inside yeah. my body and inside my mind. And uh, being, you know, secluding myself uh, most of my life to deal with whatever I had going on, I, I believe, is a big part of that. I have an easy time connecting with myself. and like, Oh, yeah. Like, really being aware of yeah. everything that's going on and all the stress that my anger causes my physical body. Yeah. It's just not worth it to me anymore. Like I've spent half of what's probably, you know, av- going to average to be two thirds of my life, you know, not two thirds, but like a third of my life or yeah. half of my life. If I'm lucky, uh, I spent half of that just being an emotional cripple. Like, just a wreck. Just, just like, now does that is that does that mean like you're not feeling those emotions, or is that like it's 
Just uh, you don't know what you're going to get, like a spin episode, in the wheel. The episode you talked about why you stopped drinking. Yeah. Uh, it's it's uh, avoiding all of those feelings, not really. Yeah. I don't know. You find a way to deal with something and you find an, an opinion about it. Like I have to have, I feel like I have to have an opinion about everything. And if I don't know anything about it, then yeah. if I can't form an opinion about it, then I don't. I don't want to even think about it. Yes. Uh, like I, I try to be responsible about my mindset and I don't know. I just, I, I've always tr- really read into things I'll create. Yes. I'll create paradigms that don't necessarily exist or even have to like in your memory palace right yeah or just like when i'm assessing uh real-time situations like i'll have a tendency to put tone or put you know what what do they mean by that yeah it's, uh, instead of just letting it be what it is and yeah and it's either a good thing or a bad thing or in between thing and that's the end of it like you can just be what it is and we move on to something more productive. Yeah. I get I get to 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 the point sometime or, or actually just just pretty much any time that I'm around a lot of people or um any any anything where there's not necessarily even a lot of people. It could honestly just be maybe one person that I don't want to be around at that, that particular point and I'll just like shut down. Like, I I don't even, like, I don't speak. I'll, like, just, I'll grunt every now and again, like, to show that I'm still alive or still there or whatever. But I'll just completely shut down. And I was, like, almost to the point, and honestly, it it was, I'm glad that you guys were there along with everybody else who, who was at the Sweet Sweet thing. Because I, when I got there, I was, like, and I, I told Jeremy and Corinne that I would stop by there that night for their thing after the gig. And I was like obligated to do so. But even on up to the point of leaving, I was just like, well, we told them we were coming. Right. So that means we have to go. You know, I'm still like talking myself into it just because I'm so fucking weird that once I get done with a gig and you guys know what energy that takes Mm -hmm. when you finish a gig, I don't have the energy left to give anybody else. Right. But you guys being there and having a conversation with y'all, which led to this podcast, was a really, really cool thing. Yeah, for, it's always good to see you. Yeah, well, it's always good to see you guys. It, but, but even for me, like where I'm like... It's very much an honor for me to be doing this with you, too. Well, it is an honor to have you guys here. Listen, we... we uh, we we've done we've we've gone pretty far back. We've done some crazy shit <laughs> over the fucking years. This was all. This is like I think this is the epitome of uh, of where we have come since those days. So here's to you. <laughs> well, I mean, I always just listen. Like I said, all this, all the uh, form, uh, previous episodes that we've been listening to. I don't know, man. I, I, I find like we're kind of kindred spirits. Like we've been through some pretty similar situations. So, yeah, uh, I can relate a lot to what you say. It uh, it rings very true. I mean, uh, uh, 
I don't know, man. We have a lot in common. I'm comfortable around you. Yeah. Good man, that's the best compliment that I could ever get. Yeah, because I, comfort is the hardest thing I don't to think attain. I, could, I don't think I could have done this whole thing with somebody. I don't know. Yeah, man. Well, I'm glad that you're here doing this because I'm in now, man. Ooh, I'm <laughs> podcast hunting, no, dude. Hey. I'm telling you, man. It's coming back. You, you, and, and I've, I've. This might be my my resurgence into. Uh, the the scene again. I kind of disappeared after after a while, dude. Yeah. So did I, and that's that was the podcast for me. I realized that I wasn't going to be able to handle yeah. physically being in the room with a lot of these people that I would still like to communicate with. Right. But that's why I do this because I'm more comfortable at my house, and I and. Uh, you, you, you've probably, I don't know if you've, uh, listened to any cornbread podcasts or any podcasts with like Smitty, but he'll always give me shit about, Oh, you can't even leave your house for more than like five hours. And, And no, I can't like, if I'm away from my house for more than a couple hours, I, I, the, the, the hand is on the switch at that point and it can flip at any time. And I just don't know mm-hmm. which way that's going to be either the switch is flipped and I'm fine or the switch gets flipped and you meet somebody else in the, in the, in the instance. Yeah. And that, and that's just how it is. It's almost like literally bipolar in a way. And, and that, that's the only way I can describe it because it's like, it's seriously another human. It's another person that shows up. And whenever that switch is flipped and I'm, I'm clocked out, it's not me anymore. It's somebody else. And well, best of luck to you when you meet that, that person. Man, I totally relate to that. Well, and the, but the good thing is, and the thing to, to continue to like hope, hopefully, and I could, I feel like I've really been like swimming upstream, yeah. you know, for a while now. And I think one thing to continue to look for, forward to is that in one way that I've tried to be more forgiving and loving like towards myself is like, this is how it is right now. It doesn't mean it's going to be that way forever. Yeah. Like there might come a time in your life where maybe if maybe, maybe it will be six hours or seven hours or you know what I mean? Yeah, or whatever. Exactly. And like, it's just one of the ways that I have controlled my anxiety is knowing that it's not going to be like this forever. Nothing is that's, forever. You know that's what I mean? key in getting through that and knowing yeah. that this is going to pass. Yeah. It's just going to, it's going to yep. pass and it's going to be okay. And you can, you can, I've told Cameron this a couple of times and this is what I had to start doing. I had, and it started with like, it started probably with weeks because as a school teacher, yeah. like I can be like, man, I had a shitty week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Oh, that was just a stressful week. But what I started to do and visualize, cause I'm very visual is putting that week in a box and yeah. writing bad week on it and putting it on the shelf and it's gone. Then I broke it down to days and then I was like, okay, that was just a bad day. Let me just put that in a box of bad day. And now what I've been able to do is flip that, within minutes or seconds or you know what I mean? Like it's gotten smaller and smaller down to the point of being able to say, this is just a bad feeling right now. Yep. Like it's not worth saving to the hard drive. It's not, no, I'm not saving to the hard drive. Do I need to catch this and hold it or catch it and release it? And can I just put it in a box really fast? Put that aside. I don't need that. You know, it's not, 
things that don't serve me. I've been trying to get rid of emotions and things like. That's smart. That. Just well, get rid just, of the things that don't helps. do you any good. Yeah. It's a purge. You have to purge that every now and again. And that's what I, that's why I spend so much time by myself. Like, and I, I, I just personally, I'm, I know I'm not to the point yet to where I want to burden another human with me, whether it be a significant other or a roommate or whatever have you. I just know that I'm not there yet. And I've gotten just, uh, I don't want to say, I don't want to say used to the being alone thing, but, uh, I I mean, definitely I'm in an Isbell song, you know, falling asleep with the TV on, you know, I was like, I'm, I'm definitely there, but if it takes a lifetime, Jason, we're going to get there, you know, but that, that just like you said earlier, just, just, just getting to the point, coming to that realization or becoming more aware, I think is how you worded it is, is is right where I am too, man. Just, and, and I still haven't gotten on top of the, and I still struggle with this shit, which is why I, I use this, this platform to broadcast this shit so that I will know that now other people are aware of my struggle. Yeah. And now other people can like in my mind, other people are holding me to what I, you know, what I originally said that I wanted to change about myself or the things that I struggle with that I want to better myself over is are the things that I mentioned in these podcasts. And that's why when you guys say, you know, I've been listening to your podcast in me, in my mind, that's like, okay, well that means that if I said, for instance, I said, I have, I'm not going to eat fast food anymore. when on a podcast and I haven't since really not once, Jesus. not even nothing, nowhere with a drive through except Panda Express one time. But I don't count Panda Express. Count. No, but I don't I, but in, 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 in like fast food pizza, I haven't done fast food pizza either. Like no Papa John's, Domino's, Pizza Hut, none of that stuff. Anything that you're going to find a commercial for, pretty much haven't done that. I will allow myself to eat anything I want as long as I prepare it myself. I will allow myself three meals a wow. week outside of my house. But it started it started because I would always leave, leave uh, dishes in the sink. That was my worst thing. Like I always left dishes in the sink, and every time I'd walk by, the anxiety of knowing that I would have to do those dishes soon would just pile on. So I started like that was why I wouldn't cook here because I hated to do dishes. Like once I get them clean, I don't want to fuck them up because I don't want to clean them. You have a dishwasher? No. Oh. No. Nah. And I, and even if I did, I would probably still hand wash because. <laughs> Fuck you, technology. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but seriously. Like my grandma, she like washes like dishes and bleach. Yeah, with like a cap she, of bleach. She's crazy. <laughs> no, I know a lot of people that do that. That, that, she, that add like a half a cap of bleach to their to their uh, sink like, water. Yeah. When my when my grandfather was living, he would wash the dishes, and he was he didn't care. He was he was an orphan. Like he was raised an orphan, and he ended up playing at USC. He was the captain for USC uh, football in 56. And then he played for the Giants. But he, like, didn't care about, like, he was... He was also like a stray dog. Like he, if you leave something sitting around on a plate, know, he's, he's going, fine. He's totally fine all the time. And but he would wash the dishes, do all of them, and she would wash them again. It was rough. Like she would, she would wait till he went and sat in his chair and put them all back in and wash them all. Again. 
Adam or Smitty can wrap up a cable, God. I'll throw it on the floor and rewrap it. Oh, cables. I'll always do that. Uh, we've we've, we've had, had many a fuss over fusses the wrapping well, Okay, of which one's the which one's the 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 organized wrapper? <laughs> do you agree? So with that? you all know we both raised our hands. Hell, <laughs> oh, you two world. Okay, well let's talk about this stuff. Okay. So I thought I I think that well first of all. I bought the suitcase that is extremely handy for toting the cables around in. And Cameron liked, E.D., the cables to be wrapped longer. And I like them in circles because it. Ah. I like it in the circle. And I like <laughs> the ends to be close connect. together. Not connect, but be like close together because we have the wraps on them, which. I also bought the Velcro wrap. And, but Cameron just likes his to be longer. But I do too. Then I'm a, the I'm other a day, wrapper. But then the other day, he starts wrapping it like mine. And I was like, what are you doing? Aww. No, he's like, I've decided this is better. I was like, that's my way. Just a, a tighter circle. The way we set our gear up is... You know, uh, the little head, which is tiny. We have, you know, powered speakers. Yeah. So there's the, that X-Air system really knocks out a lot of room. And so where the cables are next to that on the floor, like I think smaller keep circles, small keeps circles. them, keeps it more tight. And then I run, it's very, we're particular. I might as well have a, uh, I might as well just get a snake because it takes yeah. so much. I take so much time getting every individual cord ran together on the same path through yep. the mic stands, uh, around Under the underneath fan. the fan, then back to the head. It's particular. Oh, I, 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 I'm a fan of that. I'm a proprietor of that. Even it looks I, good, man. It, it, it looks it does. good. It, it, looks it good. feels feels good. It like, feels good. It's sure. like uh, I think it was Jessica Skinner. Prettier than Matt, I yeah, think yeah. Jessica said that it's like setting up and tearing down your Christmas tree every day. Oh, God. That's amazing. I'd yeah, rather that's... have a pretty Christmas tree. Yeah. Right. I'm sorry, but it's just like I, everything in its right place. Yeah, right. Yeah, shout out Prettier Than Matt. We need to get you guys in here to uh, to do an episode, That's such by a the great way. way to look at it. And like, it's so wild. And like, I, I get like, you talk about anxiety when somebody's like, hey, can I help you pack up? I'm like, nope. no, don't touch anything. <laughs> oh, man. Like, no, 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 no. And so so the other day, who was it? Um, uh, Dave. Dave came to the pit, and it, it, he did the best. He was like, hey, you want me to help you uh, clean up, or you have, like, a thing? Like, you have, like, a system? Yeah. He he was the first person that's ever said that. But I think he's Dave's a musician. Yeah, he, he's a musician, but, like, he... I've had other musicians offer to help us, and but he was like so. It was perfect. I, I was like, "Thanks, Dave. No, we're good." <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I'm the same way. If somebody walks up and they're like, "But I'm 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 not nice about it." Usually, I'm very like, especially at the end of a gig after somebody's like, "Hey, you need a nope." 
Yeah. And it's just like, nope. Shut it down. I got it. Like, no. And then the, even even after I get the shit packed up, if somebody tries to carry it, I'm oh like, nope. Don't nope. touch it. I'm sorry. Dude, Adam and Smitty don't even touch this fucking thing. My dad gave me this system for like Christmas this last year. And I'm like, dude, y'all, I'm sorry. This thing has never spent a night outside other than when we were in Boone. And this is this comes in the house oh, every single t- night. Yeah, we towed it in every like, night. It's like a child. I, I yeah. give it. I give it a personality. Do y'all talk to your th- your shit? Do you talk to it? I do that. I give it all person. I, I give it all personalities. It's all alive in my mind, which helps me bring it in. Like I feel like if I'm laying in bed, I feel like it's in my trunk crying to come inside like a dog, you know. And I'm like, <laughs> I can't. We had I have a, to. I have to bring it inside. We had a uh, gig just a couple I weeks feel ago. Feel that way, but yeah. I don't, it's. Uh, <laughs> I feel like. That hypersensitivity thing, man. I, I feel like if something's off, uh, um, uh, I can. I don't know. Everything has a vibration, right? Yeah, it's a, there's a frequency. Yep, all yep. around you at all times. Always, and especially yep. when you're standing in the middle of like we use two mains and one monitor. Yeah, she keeps the monitor very crisp on her, and I have to keep it. You know. Yeah. Turn that away from me a little bit. Uh, but even with all that, I don't know, just playing a gig, like you're, 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 it's like you're, you're feeling out the crowd, uh, the staff, uh, uh, if your, your gear's running, you, there's nothing that's the best gigs are when there's nothing wrong, I guess. Like, yeah. there, there are no f- weird frequencies catching up on you. Like it's, you can plug in, uh, turn it on, turn it loose. And now, does that do you? Do you? Do you? Are you a tweaker? No, I used to be, but with this digital stuff, I it's, no. It's is that all like with the iPad do. thing? Yeah, and we save that's it. badass. Yeah, it's so much. To now, do you have to? Do you have to just? Do you have like banks say for each room you play, or is it basically the same? I have per a room. preset, basically. Seth helped us out. Seth set up. Yeah. And I have made slight adjustments for that based on Yeah, the based rooms on rooms. Time. But uh once I make that adjustment it stays until I hear another problem and I'll make it. Yeah, we That's kind of we really go. smart. Like the other day we were at Whiskey Fish and um I was hearing this really midi um, this really, really midi, almost it's like a feedback guitar, from, well, it was, my guitar was, my D string was like doing something weird. Well, I mean, yeah. What I think it is, is that frequency coming from your guitar through the equipment into my guitar. No, oh, maybe so. Because of that crack. That, that happens between taller. mine and Adam's guitar a lot. Cause he's got a he's, Martin and I've got a Taylor. Uh, well, I have a, well, he has a crack nice cause I threw crack. his guitar in the back of, yeah. Of mine that has been... I was back before I found myself. That has been work my, my, my <laughs> guitar needs to be serviced so bad. Like, it needs to have the neck adjusted. And, he just needs a new guitar. You gotta well, talk to Ed Dennis, man. Well, uh, we, we, we got a guy, Terry Holt, Terry lives Holt. out, actually, okay. like, right He's down like the road right from us. Yeah. You know the... the um, he builds guitars. Haywire? Spots. No. You ever heard the Spots play? Uh-uh. Um, so, it's... I don't know. You might have no. Well, maybe not. I don't think you were at that Springtide event, but um, it's a uh, Terry Holt 
or excuse me, Tammy, Tammy Holt plays the upright bass. She's a little, little tiny lady that works the coastal. Okay. And then Gary Long, who has the music spot in Conway. And a few other guys. I've heard these names. Yeah, Shane and, and them, uh, they're, they have a, a little band uh, called The Spots. And so Tammy's husband uh, has, it's called Holt Music Shed. And uh, he's literally two streets down from us. And That's a, awesome. Shout out to The Spots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's He's amazing. Hell yeah. He's amazing. So. I just, uh, I had this nice buzz on my, on my G-string. There's always a buzz on the G-string, y'all. <laughs> always. But I had a nice buzz on the G-string and, uh, yeah, I had to, I took it to Ed Dennis and in a day he, he refretted the first seven frets on my guitar, like in a day Jeez. and like brought it back the next day. And it's been perfect ever since. And I was just so scared. Because changing frets is mm. like changing a transmission, you know, yeah. like it's got to be right or it's wrong. And I was just so scared. He did a good job. Do you, uh, does your low E string pick up? No, does yours? Yeah, mine does. I, I remember I played your guitar a few times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. E well, string. no, you said you had the guy that played with you. In uh, oh Matt, yeah, 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 whiskey Diablo, um, medicinal whiskey, medicinal whiskey. Matt, that's right, Matt Crane, who's now the uh, which by the way, leader of the bounty hunters at the Bowery. Bowery. Great name, medicinal whiskey was Thanks, so man. such a good name. Thanks. But yeah, I he see Matt all the names. time. He came up with Perlino too. Like he's really good at naming stuff. We name other things. Um, well, anyway, we name a lot of things. We have chickens that are. <laughs> Do you name me chickens? Oh yeah. Oh, we That's have, awesome. She named them. So, yeah. So, we have nine chickens. Well, okay. So, how did it start? It all started with Christofferson. So. I love it. Yeah. So, my, my therapist. Oldest cat. My therapist told me that I need, that we needed, uh, like, an emotional support animal after the miscarriage. Like, something to take care of. And I was like, Excuse well, we me. travel. Bye. I was like, well, we travel so much. Like, we can't have a dog. We live in an apartment. Blah, 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 blah. And she was like, oh, you should get a cat. Well, I'm horrified of cats. Like, I always have been. Yeah. I was like, no, can't do that. She was like, no, you need to. Cameron likes cats. So we ended up getting a cat. Um, we named him Christopherson. He is complete, like the one of the most neurotic cats I've ever met in my life. And um, then... We were covering the gig for you. You're the reason we have Joplin. Oh, my so, goodness. Yeah. Was it the, uh, the Apple Annie's gig? Oh, shucks. Yeah. So, we've never told you this. This is insane. So, we have played two years ago. Oh, Carolina I know Country this Music story, Fest, I think. Carolina Country Music Fest. And you called us. We had Saturday, off, Saturday night off. We played yeah. Saturday day at the Bowery. And you called us. You're like, hey, would you like to pick up a gig at Apple Annie's in Florence tonight? It was the year y'all were playing the festival. Yeah, the Grateful and, Dog. Yeah. Or, uh, or uh, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. okay. And so Same we page. went to Apple Annie's and we... On our way back, that was like probably like a 14-day run. I was teaching. It was on a Saturday. And uh, I told Kelsey he was the reason we have Joplin. You totally are. It's crazy. (laughs) And we love that fucking cat. And um, we're going down um, through Marion Forest. You had to click it a few times. Um, And uh, it was like 3 a.m. And we were... 
going like 70 miles an hour. And I was just happened to look where the grass meets the pavement. And there was this little tiny white cat face. And I was like, Cameron, there was a cat back there. And he was like, really? And I was like, yeah. I was like, and he was like, well, do you want to turn around? I said, yeah, let's turn around. Let's go see. So, I mean, you know that stretch. Like, you got to yeah. go for a while before you can turn around. Oh, yeah. And then we had to go back for a while, like, before we could turn around again. And I was like, it's somewhere right here. It's right here. He was like, are you sure it's not a possum? Like, I was like, no, it's a cat. And he he was, like, straight up, like, right where the pavement meets the grass. Yeah. It was 3 a.m. I was like, oh, my God, there he is. So, we pull over. And we, we, I jump out, I get to where I can touch and I'm like, oh my God, he was tiny. He had to have been like maybe two weeks old and just tiny. And There's more ice in the freezer too, Camille. And, uh, and I got to where I could touch him and he smelled me and he ran across the ditch, like huge ditch, you know, M- Marion ditch yeah. off the side of five, 501 and up into the woods and I was like, oh, my God. Like, what the heck? And I was freaking out because he was gone, you know. And Cameron's like, babe, it's okay. Like, he's gone. And I'm like, I could, like, see him, like, over in the woods. I was like, oh, God, he's going to die. Like, and he's like, it's okay, babe. Just get back in the truck. And when Cameron said, I think he, you said something like, you know, it's, we're in the middle of, like, nowhere 3 a.m on the side of the road like you know let's yeah. get back in the truck kind of yeah. kind of thing and i kind of had like a moment of panic where i was like oh gosh yeah so i jumped back in the truck and i sat there for a minute and i like looked at him and i was like look just let me go try one more time right and he's like okay fine that's fine like so i jumped back out and i'm like here kitty 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 i'm like you dumbass this wildcat it's not gonna respond to here kitty kitty it's probably kitty. never heard that before right never heard this before <laughs> ever so i start going meow and he goes, meow, 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 meow. I meowed the cat. I meowed the cat Aww. back through the woods, across the ditch, back to me. Cameron's watching the whole thing. Aww. And he come, He walks behind me. Cameron's like, right behind me. He's like, do not let that cat go. Like, snatch that cat up. And I did. I snatched him. I threw him to Cameron. It's like 3 a.m. We stop at Jimmy Carter's, get water and a thing of food and he almost the hot like spot. Yeah, he almost spot. like It's that one place you choked can get himself beer on Sunday. It's outside of the blue well. Oh yeah. But he almost choked on the food. And we oh, literally man. drove straight to VCA Animal Hospital and um he's Got I'll have to show you a picture. Oh my god. And he's like he, that night, he slept on Cameron's beard. I have to show you the pictures. I think He's, I might have seen that. I might have seen a picture of that. Beard. And did y'all post that to the Facebook back in the day? I yes. think I remember that. And so that, we pulled like, after he slept on Cameron's beard, we pulled like five ticks off of him after that night. And he was just covered in fleece. His paws were like burned off from like hot pavement. Oh. It was awful. But he is like the biggest bold brat now ever. So we have two cats named Christopherson. Is he still? Is he, still, is he inside Wildcat? Because I had a Wildcat. Uh, he's a always wild, a Wildcat. Yeah, he, he's like. Okay. Like they're always plotting. He's like a suburban kid playing Wildcat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 
Yes. Like he has some wildcat. He has some wildcat he's tendencies. Pretty taken care he's pretty. Yeah. He's pretty. Like, that's Chris awesome. Jefferson's probably more wildcat, like as far as skittish. He's a baby, like. But Joplin will just lay. Like I'll show you pictures. It's crazy. But so we have a Christopherson, and then we have a Joplin. Then we found out he was a guy, like a boy. So Scott Joplin, not Janice Joplin. So um, <laughs> then we got two goats. You got and, goats? Yeah, dude. You have to come to the house. We have a farm. We call it a micro farm. So we have two That's goats. That's so badass. And the goats are brother and sister. So then we were like, well, we got to name them like a brother and sister name. So they're named. Jed and Nelly. Wi- Willie and Bobby. Oh, Willie and Bobby. Yeah. So, because it's boy and girl. Yeah. And then uh, our friend that we stay with in Spartanburg, um, every time we play up there, she found a dog. And she was like, don't you want this dog? So we took the dog. And the dog's name's Trigger. After Willie knows his guitar. And I love y'all. So we have nine chickens. This is great. We have nine chickens. And the first ones that we got are Bardrock, Plymouth Bardrock. So they're mainly black. And they are the Supremes. So it's Diana, Mary, and and Florence. And then we have uh, a, a yellow um, buff, Orpington. And that's Dolly Parton. And then we have two Americanas. And... Uh, so Janice Joplin and uh, Lucinda. Oh man, y'all going to see see that that show? The LSD yeah. tour. We can't. Wouldn't mean We've either. missed it like three times. Like they've been around here. I, 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 lo- I, I would ugh, love to go. Yeah. But then we have a so Janice and Lucinda. Then we have two uh, Joni Mitchell and Amy Lou Harris. And then we have a uh, Winona. Oh, Winona. Winona is a Rhode She's Island red. red. A Rhode um, Island red. Emmy Lou Harris and Joni Mitchell are... Uh, Sapphire gems. They're called Sapphire gems. So they're, they're like a sex-linked chicken. It's like a... I don't really know. It's, the, it's come from breeding, specific breeding yeah. patterns that have created It's like a birds. strain of pot, basically. Yeah. Essentially. But they're, they're supposed to... But they're like pretty predominant pretty gray. egg layers. Yeah. Uh, they were like, maybe the roosters are blue because the gray. I don't know. They were supposed to, like, we were excited. They were supposed to be like really blue. They're not really blue. <laughs> so, well, you know, there's still time. Yeah. They're pretty. Like, oh, yeah. don't get me wrong. They're not laying oh, yeah, they're, either. So they're still, so, how, how like, long the, the feathers constantly change. Yeah, it's insane. Like the so, but like of those Lucinda has evolved incredibly. Yeah. yeah. So they're, Lucinda, they're beautiful birds. like straight up looks like Lucinda, like the big hair. I swear, it's insane because we named her before all that happened, and I, she like grew into her name or something. It's insane. I think that there is psychology behind the growing into your name. I was thinking that the other day as somebody was checking me out. There's this girl checking me out. Where was I? I was at Ross. And she had like my mom used to say that a lot. I wish I gave you a different name. <laughs> Jeez. Well, my mom like went to Nashville when she was like twenty, so that's why my name is Gentry Rose, and that's what a lot of people call me. You know, that's my first yeah. name. So, and when I went to Nashville and tried to like make it, 
I had this guy tell me that. He was like, if you don't make it your own damn fault, you got a name. <laughs> I was like, That's the most Nashville thing geez. I've ever heard. Okay, thanks. I don't know how I feel about Nashville. I hated it. How do you like my affliction button-up pearl snap? Yeah, exactly. I, like, with I, your bedazzled britches. So I, like, tried. Like, <laughs> you do not put the age limit on them things. It's, yeah. Ugh. I tried it. Like, I went. I, d- I knew one girl. And uh, saved up about eight grand and went for about six months and never made a dime. I played a lot of, I was, I was invited to play a couple of the songwriter circles to be like the, the showcase songwriter. And I met with BMI and they told me, they were like, we could, we could sell your stuff, but you can't play your stuff. And I was like, bye. (laughs) That's the thing I hate is that is you'll go, you'll go and meet with these folks that you've, you've waited all your lives to have this meeting. And then they tell you, you know what? You have really good shit. You've got really good music and we want to, we want to take that, but we're going to get, we're going to let somebody else record that. We've got music for you. And I'm like, yeah. I told Adam and Smitty, I was like, if that's your end game, just count me out because I'm not part of that. Yeah. Um, well, it's 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 different now. Like now, too, that I've like seen Chris, Chris and Morgan Stapleton's success. Like, because they were both writers at a publishing house. Yeah, and that's how they met. And that that story is very inspiring to me. As far as um, they've written for some amazing people, and Morgan's like her voice is like, yeah, it's ridiculous. No, like, but they are very particular in Nashville as far as like what they push and how it looks, and you know how you look, and you know insert. Thank God for Jason Isbell. Right. So with that, and then you know the Margot Prices and like the Nikki Lanes and yeah. the Sturgills and you know all that coming. I don't know. I think some stuff's getting shook up. Oh, one hundred percent. Like I, this is the thing. It's like the horse is bucking finally. It's yeah. like we've been okay. You, you've been letting you've been steering us in a direction for however long. We're sick of where you're taking us, so we're going to show you what we think. And I think and, that, yeah, I think it's more of like a worldview too. Like everybody's like, just do your thing, man. Like, just don't be, don't be an asshole, but like, just do, do your thing, you know, and like, be you. I think the world has kind of become more accepting, you know, lately too. So maybe I'm wrong. No, I think, and honestly, I think a lot of that is perception too. Like, uh, I, I, I remember, uh, just somebody told me one time, uh, when I first started doing a the podcast, they're like, man, you just bitch about shit all the time, man. Just all you do is bitch. And I was like, <laughs> You know what? Maybe the world might not be that bad if you just like look at it a little differently. And I was like, hmm. Yeah. Right. Thank you, listener. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, that's like what I've been saying for the longest, well, not for the longest time, but it's been like the new thing that I've been saying. I'm like, it's, it's all perception. It's all how you look. Perception is reality. It is crazy how much perception has to do with things. It's, it's absolutely crazy because I know that there were, there were plenty of times where I was this past spring, you know, being at a new school, having a different schedule and you know, having new kids and kind of teaching like college credit classes for the first time. I was in over my head. Like, and, but I was also not very loving and forgiving towards myself about it. And I didn't have a good perception about it. And this summer, I don't know, there was never like a defining moment where I changed my perception about things, but I did start to say, if something's wrong, I'm not even going to talk about it anymore. I'm just going to try to fix it. Like, I'm just going to, 
let's move forward. Like, you know? Yeah. So, but it definitely comes down to a lot of perception. But, yeah, I think things are getting shook up in the music world. I, it's about damn time. And I, and I really don't pay much attention to it anymore. I really try to keep away from that as far as, like, I don't really listen to radio or know what's going on. I'm completely yeah, removed from current events. Yeah, yeah, we don't do anything. Like, the other day, I kind of I get my panicked. news from Reddit, but other than... I kind of panicked the other day because I went on Instagram and, like, Mars was trending. And so I went and, like, the video, the first video that popped up was this big, like, comment thing. And I was like, oh, my God, has Mars, like, exploded? And I didn't even know because that's just how far, how far out of the yeah. loop I am. <laughs> <laughs> like not that that it's been happen, very visible like, lately. Yes, I guess that's why. I've been I I've know. been checking it out. Nice. I like want to try one of those yeah. things out. I don't know if it'll still be if it, 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 it may be dark enough by the time we How finish this. How dark does it have to be? Uh, not as dark as you would think, especially with with the newer newer telescopes. It's a lot better here than other places because right here there's no like street lights. Oh yeah, dude. Un- until like way over here. Yeah. There's none right on top of me. Oh, either. let me tell you. I was walking down a street by myself, a dirt road in Africa in Uganda. Jinja, Uganda in Africa. And it was the, I'm already impressed. It was the darkest sky I'd ever seen in my life. I was, It was like black velvet with Christmas lights poked through it. I, well, I had gotten what away from the group. What are the stars the like out there? You're like really not supposed to get away from the group, and I totally did. What are the stars like out there? It's ridiculous. Like straight up, if you took a sheet of black velvet and poked Christmas lights through it. Huh. Like legit, it's insane. It's unlike anything you've ever seen. I, I mean, and I was raised on a farm, so I was raised yeah. away from stuff. But it's darker there. Hmm. I, I, like it is gorgeous see i've never i don't think i'll ever be able to go anywhere like that because i won't ever get in an airplane i, I just that was, airplane no, that, stories. Was, yeah, that was that was a big that was a big thing for me yeah, so i was, was flying last november yeah, yeah i was flying uh speaking of yeah it, i was flying a lot whenever i was about 19 20 yeah and uh the first flight i ever took was to mississippi to see my dad and um and it was fun. My grandma flew with me, and it was fun. And I was nervous, but I hadn't experienced panic attacks, right? Yeah. So um, then I went to Africa. That was insane. Like, we th- flew Emirates, which every seat is, everything is, like, first class. It was a double-decker yeah. plane. It was two-story. It's crazy. Like, Arab Emirates? Yeah. Yeah, and they like give the, you yeah. backpacks and shit. Like they full don't of fuck stuff. around. No, they like you. Everybody gets your blanket that you can keep. It's like crazy, and they they're like, um, now we're going to now turn out the lights. You have a good night or whatever, and it dims the whole thing. And there's like constellations on the ceiling. Like it's insane. These like the stuff that they do, they do crazy stuff. So I landed in Dubai, which was also crazy. Like insane. Um, like gold in the walls and shit. And, uh, yeah, Dubai, I think is the richest city in the world. Yeah. It's insane. Well, they like made an Island, like in the shape of a palm tree. (laughs) You know that, right? That's thug shit right there. Yeah. It's insane there. It's crazy. And we, by accident, we had like a 20, it was something stupid, like a 20 hour layover at the airport. Yeah. And 
we accidentally, we had, we were also supposed to stay together <laughs> and, uh, we accidentally went outside and it was just like straight up guys with machine guns. I was like, I made a mistake. Let me just, can I just turn around? I did not mean to come outside. I'm so sorry. Like, let me just go back inside. Um, it's just totally different over there. But wow. after all that stuff, um, I came back and I still flew some, but I went through a, a bad relationship when I was about 21, uh, breakup and, um, went down to Mississippi, um, to my biological father lives in, lived in Mississippi at the time. And I just went to like, have like a real, like heart to heart with him yeah. and had a horrible panic attack as we were taking off and oh, no. did not fly since then. Like my grandma bought me a ticket to go to Alaska with her. And I got to the airport, had a meltdown, and didn't get on the plane. Like, didn't go to Alaska with my grandma. Like, oh, man. It was, yeah, that sucks. Like, that's bad. So then I took this job at the new school I'm at, and they were like, well, you have to go to Texas in, you know, last October to get certified to do these college. Yeah. Um, and I was like, well, Cameron can go <laughs> with me. And so Cameron went with me and... You know, I did take some medicine to to manage my panic. You know yeah. that I'm that I'm prescribed through a psychiatrist to manage that. You know, but as soon as I got up, I like started crying because I was so proud of myself. You yeah. know, for doing that, and I remembered how much I loved to fly. It's gorgeous. Flying is beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Oh and man, I just. All I think about... I like well, it from down here. Well, but I, I hear you. I totally get that. And But if you think about... Um, well, the physics behind it are... I think that's what catches a lot of people up. Because once you get up there and you're, like, looking... If you, like, like beautiful imagery... Oh, like, yeah. it is... You, you're captivated at that point, you know? So, I just keep thinking about Leonardo da Vinci and... How he figured out flight a long time before actually we have the technology now and you know the, the see man's man's uh, expectation will always exceed his grasp. He knew, like he knew back then that this Dude, would be possible. If we're talking about Leonardo da Vinci, like we'll be here for a while. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't so. know enough. <laughs> I don't really know enough about, uh, to to really. To really talk about that, Smitty talks about Da Vinci a lot. He's apparently been reading some Da Vinci book lately, or uh, so he says. I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know how you know how these things go, but uh, but yeah, Smitty. Yeah, he, he, he's he's uh, we we actually did another cornbread episode of Cornbread Podcast. We had a cornbread podcast too. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, we just we just get together and just argue for about an hour and, <laughs> <laughs> and like then share it with, with the world. And then share it with her. Well, no, we, we seriously we got in a we got in this thing the other day where Smitty was sitting there talking about man, he hated dead air. He hated dead space, like dead dead air on the mic or whatever. And I was like, Well, I left my water in the car the other day at Whiskey Fish, and I walked all the way to my fucking car and back to the stage. And neither you nor Ed Dennis said a word on the microphone. So you obviously don't hate it that much, all right? But yeah, we just argue about <laughs> shit like that all the time. Yeah, but anyway, that's what that's for. But uh, back to the Da Vinci thing, brilliant, brilliant minds. It's like it's funny to see. Like I wonder the the kind of concepts that we can have as humans today that won't be possible 
for years, years on down the line, but will be possible one day. But hey, you know what's funny is there's we're, we're too lazy to write it down. <laughs> let me tell you something. It's pretty wild being a teacher, especially teaching art. I've had this conversation with many people, and I'm totally glad that I'm going to be saying this, and hopefully somebody important can hear it. I don't know, but. We we are completely there's well there's a, a TED talk about it Sir Ken Robinson like where he talks about our schools killing creativity and I think that we did absolutely I think we did for a long time and I think that we're trying to come out of it um, and I think but I think it's a situation where like kids who are juniors and seniors now they're still ruined like how much we've tested them you know and how how we've done them and they come to me and and i say okay guys this is what i'm thinking like this is kind of the inspiration behind it here's my example i even give them a timeline like you should be here by here they cannot they can they ha- they struggle i shouldn't say they cannot they struggle with creating uh, having time management skills for themselves yeah, and also with creative thought, like creating something that is like completely original. Yeah. People we're, can- we're in a world where you just, and the, the rare ones now, the people who are rare are people who are not connected, who are like doing their own thing. Like creating, you know yeah. what I mean? Oh yeah. Like you might sit and listen to a podcast, you know. Like I've, I don't know how many podcasts I've listened to, but I've never been a part of one. You know what I mean? This is like so cool. Like you're doing. I'm stoked about it. Yeah, but you're like doing it. You know, it's there's nothing to it to anything but doing it. That was my. That was one of the biggest biggest qualms. Like I, 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 uh, I have an addictive personality, and I'm I'm pretty sure that's I, I've, I've said that, and I'm pretty sure that's been apparent in a lot of my episodes, but. I've, I, I will try to, I'll go, just like you said earlier, I'll go hard at whatever it is I'm doing. And once I figured out like, okay, well, there's nothing else. Like, like well, if I, if I start to, like I, I, when I used the, the, the cocaine to get off of the alcohol, once I realized, okay, well, I can't, I shouldn't really be doing this anymore. And outside of the podcast I was doing with Noah, like when when I finally started doing this one by myself, it was like, okay, well, I'm just going to stop doing everything else, and I have to put that, uh, I have to feed that monster something. Yeah. And this is what that that ended up being, and I'm glad that he's satisfied with this because I haven't needed anything else other than that. But yeah, no, I get that. I had a I had a I had a talk with my um with my therapist at the time and. Whenever I was younger, I started, uh, I struggled with cutting. And uh, then after the miscarriage, I, I did again. I struggled with it again. And it's a control thing. And it's just a, it's it's an awful coping mechanism. It's, yeah. it's what you do. It, we all have coping things yep. that are addictive that we do to deal with pain that and emotions that maybe we can't vocalize, that we can't, that maybe we don't feel comfortable talking about, or maybe we feel like we're not supposed to cry, or maybe we feel like we're not supposed to get mad, or, like, I threw a fern across our apartment after, like, that happened. I was a mess, and, but she told me, uh, and I'll never forget her saying this, I was very, very um, reserved, and very, like, she was like, well, and I shared with her that I was doing that, and she was like, well, 
why don't we, you could, you can trade that for something else. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm trading it for something else. And she looked at me in the eye and she said, Gentry, I think we're both intelligent enough to know that there are things, habits, even if you trade them that are healthier than that. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's the whole catch of all of it is, yeah, you can totally trade. Yep. Some things for other things, you know, and those things be healthier. And it doesn't make you less of a person. It just makes you, uh, you're you're choosing a a more healthy habit or more healthy addiction. However you want to label it. Exactly. But I think we can all intelligently say, you know, doing this is probably yeah, much this is much much as, healthier than the other as shit. As is, you know, all the things that I've I've decided to do outside of of that type of behavior, you know. And and all, and going back to the whole creativity thing, where there's not a lot of like uh, there's not a lot of kids, and I'm glad that you were in the in the school system and like it, basically in control of at least a few kids' creativity, like or, or to try to feed that to them, you know. I'm sure, you try. <laughs> And, and that's that's all you can do. But there's not a lot of people who are uh, driving these kids to have their own thoughts. Like they they don't want George Carlin said it best. They don't want you having your mm. own your own thoughts. Like they don't want mm. you they don't want you thinking uh, for yourself or, or coming up with your own theories and ideas or anything. And before I was doing this, like I went went hard into writing songs, you know, where I was just trying to like write something every day, like even if it wasn't a song or or what or even a full song or whatever, if it was a line, like I would write something every day, like that 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 came into my head, and I'm like, oh shit, I need to remember this, or or whatever. And I mean, I think that there's just not enough there's not enough of that creativity being harnessed. And, uh, and and honestly, it's not anybody's fault other than that. That's really not what's being rewarded, right? I mean, it, if you get, right? Well, it's if, really so, not being rewarded, right? Right. So I completely, I completely agree with that. It's um, I, I did a big thing with my students last year where I like, I don't know, I just got kind of fed up because they weren't being creative like at all. Yeah, and um, I told them. And I did, there's a, there's a YouTube video about like school and like how school was created and the way that we teach it or the way that it's, it's changing, it's shifting. But a lot of what we do here in America, public schools, it is to, um, it's for industrial revolution, revolution, you know, it's, it's for you to join the workforce, you know, in in the, you've got a book. Yes. So yes, it's 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 for you to so there's industrial this society in its future. So there's this video on YouTube, and I watched, and I got really like detested with like all of it this past spring. And I was talking to my kids, and I was like, "Why are y'all here?" And they're like, "What do you mean?" And I was like, "Why are y'all here? You know, why are you here in this classroom?" And they were like, "Well, because we have to be." And I said, "Well, why do you have to be?" And a couple of them who had absent too many absences, they were like, "Because it's the law." Yeah. And our parents will go to jail if we're not. I said, well, think about that. And what I told them, and I'm also reading a book right now called uh, The French Art of Not Giving a Shit. And, <laughs> and, and in that book. Clevier. Yeah, it's great. In that book, it talks about how you can know the rules of society yeah. and of uh, industry and of 
whatever you're in, and you can use them to your advantage. So I try to open their minds to know, like, hey, if you're here and it's the law and you're going to be here for eight hours, get the most out of it that you can. Yeah. Learn as much as you can. Like, think outside the box. Use the rules to your advantage. Absolutely. You know? So, I'm, I, I rub a lot of people the wrong way. Like, I'm kind of a renegade, but... Uh, but I think that that's crucial. That's necessary. It's crucial to, to the world now. We can't, we're, we're still teaching somewhat like we were, you know, when we were in school. And that's not the world we're in now. Not at you all. Know? It's a whole and, different world. And it's more different every day, it seems. Yeah, it's really wild. And the technology thing hit everybody at the same time. You know, parents couldn't say, this is what to expect. It hit everybody. You know, everybody was was touched by technology at the same time, at the same rate. And, you know, parents couldn't, they couldn't be like, oh, this is what prom's going to be like. You know? <laughs> yeah, because, Jesus, there's no secrets anymore. Yeah, it's really wild. See, prom nights, they, I don't even want to think about that. Imagine just the hellacious things. Like, I'm thinking about just how bad it was when I was going to that shit. And it's only going to get worse. Poor you know, kids. Did you go to prom? I went to my junior prom. I went to prom. I wouldn't give a shit. I went to, I went to prom a few times. I went to prom after I graduated uh, with my girlfriend who was still in high school, it was very, very weird. Now that I heard myself say that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, but, but I, I, you know, I didn't give a shit. I, I was, I was a good boy. Uh, we were going, we were in a church together. I was a church boy. I was playing league or league guitar in, uh, the praise and worship band at ocean drive Presbyterian church with brother Greg rolls. Of uh, not the news, <laughs> and uh, Bobby Gabriel of uh, Alabama Theater, nice. the band leader of Alabama Theater. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I was a, uh, I was involved in all that 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 shit for a few. I say that shit. I like, did that You know too. what I mean, bro? You know what I mean, man? I did that too. I got out of that. I used to do praise and worship at a Southern Baptist church in. Uh, Latrobe, Pennsylvania, that was held in a house that had been renovated to, they knocked out a few walls and made, you know, a sanctuary, <clears throat> but it was just like sitting in a house. That's there awesome. Was, there was nothing churchy about it, and uh, I ended up like, oh, kind of taking over the music there for a little bit, but all I ever did was like old hymns. You know, like, that's the best like stuff. Country, yeah. country, Christian. Oh stuff. yeah, and uh, leaning on the everlasting arms. Yeah, man. man, I wasn't. I was. Uh, that lasted only a few weeks. That's when I first got a dobro too. Like I started messing around with the resonator for the first time then, and like picking up on open tunings and working with a bar. You know. Yeah, I've never tried any of that. I got to where you can. I don't know. That's something. That I feel like I've just not taken full advantage of is where I am today. How long I've been playing guitar and like where I am at technically with it at this point. Yeah, yeah just yeah. in the time that we've known each other, he's gotten 
Or you I'm disagree? Not, I, well, no, no, I just don't want to set any false pretense here. I am no, in no way, shape, or form a technical guitar player. Uh, I have, I can keep time and rhythm with myself really good. So, like, if yeah. I'm shaking a foot shaker and strumming a guitar, like, I can keep what I'm doing. The, in time. Yeah, the individual yeah, machine I, working. Yeah, right. uh, I'm the same way. Well, you know, we had to get a lot better about that, though, Daryl. Daryl kind of backed out and became like second drummer yeah. in December, and um, and Ray came in, and Ray is like he's great, but he is like tell me exactly what you want. Yeah, you know Daryl's groovy. Like Daryl, Daryl is Daryl so groovy. Daryl is water. Yeah, Daryl so he groovy. fills the container which he's in. Yeah, he's so groovy, and so initially. And initially, it was really hard because we had we were so used to Daryl being so groovy with stuff, you know. And Ray wanted to be uh, very technical about stuff. And I was struggling, and I don't know if you felt like you were struggling, but I was struggling. And I was kind of telling him, like, it's like, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. You know, I was trying. Yeah. So then we start practicing with these guys. We're, we're in a room. We're at Tom Smith's garage. Right here. With yes, right there. With Tom Smith, George Davis, and Ray Rob. And us. <laughs> you know, and they're talking back and forth to each other. I learned so much listening to them talk technically. Oh for, yeah. And we were going like, was it two times a week? Or it was once a week. It was at one point it was twice a week. Yeah. Like Tuesdays and Thursdays, we would come down just so we could get Ray, you know. Into yeah. the set. And I learned so much. I told them that. I was like, y'all, y'all understand how much I'm learning just listening to these veteran musicians. Yeah, I, I, I 100% agree with that. I can say amazing. the same thing. It was absolutely amazing. And so now, I mean, I feel a lot better about, you know, calling out, saying, okay, like, for example, like when we do Jambalaya, we go from, you know, we do a weird timing. Yeah, it's like... Does Tom Smith still do it the same way? Yeah, but then we go into halftime for the for the, um, for the the chorus. It's like a Grateful do, Dead version. We do halftime through the verse and uh, full time through the chorus. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, so we, we amp it up. And he... I mean, he he's just got, gotten that, man. He's, he's a good drone. He does. He does a good job. Yeah, I uh, I never played with I never played with Ray. I had Daryl. He we was had in the Tams. He was in the Tams. Oh shit! Yeah, and he also drummed for Dave Allen Co. Well, I'll be damned. I did not yeah. know that. He's yeah. He's been around. He he was a he was a studio drummer in Nashville. The, the best players, handling. It, 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 all the best pickers are are your studio guys that come out of Nashville. And he just he was like he was like taking notes at band practice. I was like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm noting signatures and da da da." da. I was like, "Tom hey, Hanlon did the same exact this? thing. He would have a notebook and he would okay, you want to okay." <laughs> oh yeah. And then back down. Tom Hanlon still calls me every now and again. Oh God, that's a funny man. Hello, Kelsey. How are you? It's like, man, I'm good, Hamlet. It's good to see you, buddy. He's so funny. 
Oh, Tom, I miss, I miss that, man. I miss the, uh, I always felt like that was like the, the first thing. Cause I, I, and obviously cornbread is very like, I don't even know how to describe what cornbread is, but it's definitely not organized <laughs> by any means. And then I got involved in the Winchester's thing and like, I realized that like, okay, these guys are going to, they, they, they're. It's going to be verse, chorus, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, chorus, out. And, I mean, that's that's how it's going to be. And and I was like, okay, that's cool. So it was the first few times I played that gig was I was, I was like, totally out of my element. Like, dude, this is organized. This is not me. I'm not an organized person. I don't know how to feel about this. But, uh but okay, and then just like you said, I learned so much like technical things. I, I I've learned by ear, and I, I I you know I didn't know what I was doing really. I, I I could do it, but I didn't know what I was fucking doing until those guys were like, okay, so you're doing this, this, and this, and I was like, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I said. <laughs> yeah, but everything that you do, like for the. Uh, you know, for, I totally understand it, but like you have such an for, oh, for what I, I call technique, uh, like all of the accenting, the sparkles, you know, the not just strumming chords back to back in in time, but like Glitter. being vocal with your guitar, the stuff that you do. I believe that you don't know what you're doing because I the little bit that I've come into that yeah. at this point, I still have no idea what I'm doing. And I'm actively thinking about it, like, and and not really comprehending even what I'm doing. I, I understand that, like, on the G and the B string, yeah. if you hold the same fret on both of those strings, that's, like, a minor representation. Like, you're, you're, playing, yeah. you're playing, so you can play little solo notes. In, oh, yeah, exactly. Minor, and that's minor, but if you offset them one, then you have like the the beginnings of a triad. Yeah. And if you offset it the other way, well, that's where the beginnings of the triad is, and then you offset it towards the sound hole. No, I don't know anything about triads. Then it's the major chord. Then it's the major. Anything you are talking yeah, yeah, yeah. about right now. Well, well, I, I, my theory and what I've told Adam. Thank you. I feel like, like I have just made an ass of myself. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Not at all. Now that's the. But I, I get what you're saying. Music guys are gonna be like, "What the fuck is he talking about? What is this guy rambling about?" No, 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 no. no this is. It's this very is, exciting to me. I think it's though. like chord shape, though. Like kind of what you're talking about is more like I see everything in the boxes. Shapes. Yeah. I see everything see? in boxes and shapes. Yeah, like, I see shapes too. Cause I don't. I, you don't? Oh, see. Well, how do you see it? You talk. I don't. I don't see it. I. I it just. It's yeah. A, it's a muscle. And I and I say see it. I don't look at what I'm doing really. I just and when I in my head. Well, no, like the, I, I've tried to picture like these are the pentatonic notes for this yeah. scale, and I. It doesn't translate. When I'm actually doing it, yeah, I hear that. Like I can't consider what 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 I don't know all the notes on a guitar neck. Like, well, the only thing that you need to know is to know that you're only one fret away from being right if you're wrong. Yeah, he kind of said that the other day. We've we've got some original stuff that we've been working on, and that's he awesome. Kinda, he kind of like do the original stuff. Yeah. Well, he kind of like has been writing keeps you sane. some cool stuff like for it, and you're only one fret away from being right if you're wrong at all times. At all times, really? 
Absolutely. Well, you what you said is you're only one fret away, either either up or down. You're only one fret away from being right if you're wrong. Always. You and he said. I know my problem is I overthink it, and then I can't because I'm thinking too hard on it. I don't retain it. Yeah, George Davis said that the other day. He something was going wrong with his rig, and he was like, "Well, I'm." And he said it so. He was he. George Davis is so cool. George like, Davis is a like, monster blues player. But he's like... Monster guitar player, that, period. period. But, but he's, he's like sure. one of the coolest people I've ever met. Yeah. Like, he really just is. He's such a cool cat, you know? And he was like, how, I can't imitate him. Cameron kind of can. And it sounds really good. You know how George talks. Oh, yeah. Right? It's it's so particular. And he was getting flushed, and he said, so cool, so collected. He's like, well... My rig's not working, but I'm under some stress right now. And you can't think straight when you're under stress. So I'll figure it out when I get home. And I was just like. <laughs> That's such a well-balanced, mentally Jesus. person's response yeah, I was to like, that. Gosh. How do you get there, George? Gandhi. He lives down the road, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's wild. Nah, George, is, George is a fantastic guitar player. And I love listening to all those little nuggets of wisdom that those guys will spew oh, yeah. out. Because they don't even, I don't think you think they realize that they're saying that most of the time. It'll just like fall out. And Tom Smith is just Tom Smith, you know. Tom Smith. It's just always okay. Tom Smith reminds me of like the, you know, the hardware store guys that you just, just, they're always, every time they saw you, it was just a, it could be months or years or whatever. And it's just like, they're just so happy to see you that time. Tom Smith always reminded me of those hardware store guys that my granddad yeah. used to, and I'm not, not calling you old granddad, Tom. Don't, don't judge well, me. Well, he's about to be a granddad. Yeah, that's right. And he's about so, to be a you know, and he's not young. That's right. So. But no, yeah, not, but not, 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 not like, man, Kelsey told me. <laughs> like, man, no, but seriously, like, I just, I, I associate that with those guys that are, that I used to always see my granddad hanging out with at the parts store or whatever. And yeah, I don't know, it's just, just like that throwback to somebody like you could have been one of those people that I knew from back home here. So like Tom Smith was a constant for me. Yeah, he's very. We drove through old downtown Bennettsville. Oh, too long oh yeah, Bennettsburg is still yeah, there. Yeah, we went up. I think it was at that thirty-eight to go through there. Blenheim and all that. Yep, on up through uh, Bennettsville. We were heading up Blenheim Ginger Ale. Yeah, man. Oh God, we love this. The best. Get you some spice. Get Blenheim that ginger ale. Get that pink top. The pink top. Oh yeah. yeah, the hot stuff. The hot stuff, dude. I could never do it. Oh, it, we man. love it. We it, love it. It makes me sneeze, but I we like, love it. We buy yeah. it and, oh, yeah. I love ginger. Does that clear you out? Oh, yeah. It's great. I love it. Well, it's more like a, I don't know. It's, it does it's me. Like, it's a, I know what you mean. Yeah. It's not like a, a, you know, I can't even think of the word. It's not like sneezing out like a shotgun blast of debris. It's not very, there's, graphic. I feel like. It's like a pepper sneeze. Like dang. Yes. It's, it's there's yeah. It's 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 yeah. It's like a ins- yeah. inside kind of sensation from the backside. And, but it's very yeah. fulfilling sneeze. It's a fulfilling. It's such, oh such man, a those fulfilling, fulfilling sneezes. Sneeze. You know nothing like it's that. not a gross. <sighs> there's nothing like that. It's like deep and hearty and. It's a real good sneeze. Unless you got like a bear in the cave or something that could probably force it out. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
Fun stuff. Well, guys, we are we have just clicked over the two hour mark. Can Jesus. you believe it? <laughs> Can you believe it? I know I ran. You guys, no, nah, you guys are talking about doing originals though. You writing writing some writing some shit. Yeah, you we've got. Stuff. Well, we kind of came up with a concept album. I love it. Yeah. So, and I think what it's probably going to turn into, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, is it's probably going to turn into an EP instead because it's. Um, it's about six, five or six solid songs yeah. to this story, and um, it's a it's a western type story. And hell uh, yeah, I got one of those. Yeah, it's really cool. So like all six songs revolve around the same plot, and um, it's it's been really fun to write those songs. But we also have some more like personal songs that will probably go into like an LP, but. I think that we've we've talked to a guy who um, I think we're gonna go ahead and go with. Is it Aiken or Augusta? He's in uh, Augusta. I met him in Augusta. He's in Augusta or Aiken. I don't know. He does Kenny George and, and them stuff. Oh, right on. Uh, Sean Guess, and he's gonna. Um, we've talked to him about recording. I think we're gonna go ahead and bite the bullet this fall and go ahead and get the EP done. Yeah, we're gonna we're, we're talking about doing that in the fall too. It's always easier to do that when when you're you not do it now. over it because I mean shit, I'm you guys know how it is. We're over it. In the middle of the summer we're just yeah. you know, I don't want to hear another fucking song. I don't want to play another fucking song. I love you, but I'm just yeah, over it. We you did. spend most of the time playing music. It's not originals. Yeah. yeah. You know, like most of the time we actually spend here to fulfill yeah, or usefulness to there's not a lot of yeah, there's right. not a lot of room for that in this area. But the cool thing is, is we are inspired by a lot of the stuff that we do play. And I heard when the apron strings were talking about like how Jeff was like, yeah, I'm just pretty stubborn. I've just kind of done it my way. Like, you know, yeah. the, their catalog. And we're pretty stubborn about stuff, too, as far as like what we play. We do throw in some, but we do pretty obscure stuff. I will and, say this: um, you got you guys one hundred percent have stuck to your your yeah. We have a sound for sure. Your sound, and that's there's something to be said for that. Like we're, I, we're trying to showcase yeah, and our, our voices together. That's that's what I think we have going on. Like that's what the yeah the pushing. harmony heavy stuff is is yeah. is totally right up our alley. But anyway, so some of our original stuff we we'll, we'll sneak it in and. And Do you tell them usually, or you just let it let after it be? they clap really loud? I'll tell them that was an original song. Wow. <laughs> if they don't, I'm just like, let's do the next one. I was like, yeah, that was a uh... <laughs> keep it rolling. <laughs> Redheaded stranger. Like, yeah, Adam wrote that song. Uh... <laughs> but yeah, that's awesome. Now, I'm, I'm glad to hear that you guys are doing some originals. I, I told. Uh, Jeff and Jen that I was like I was just really envious of the fact that they got to make music with people they love I could tell you guys the same thing I wish and I say I wish I don't know if I that'd probably not be the best thing for me because I'm not the the greatest person to be in a band with but I I, I one day would, would hope to do that I see Jason and uh, Amanda do it and obviously Morgan and Chris you guys it's a, it's jealous of yous well, Margo, Margo's husband is in her band as well. Margo Price's oh, right husband on. is yeah. She the Gillian was actually, and David. Are they? A, are they a pair? I think so. Are they? I don't know. I've never known. Jeff said they were. Jeff told me that they were, and I feel okay. like he wouldn't know. Yeah, I just never knew. Like I never, I never. They're they're very. I don't know. I've just. They didn't. Yeah, they they don't have the same last name. Well, that we don't either, though. 
Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. I mean, we got married at Atlas Tap House. That's pretty badass. It's where we met. Yeah. This, see, man, not just everything I learned about y'all love you even more. And we didn't tell anybody. Hooker married us. (laughs) (laughs) You know that I used to, you know that I used to edit papers for Hooker back in the day. I used to like, like there was one of my buddies had one of Hooker's classes and he gave me a paper to like, to like edit pretty much or like grade. And I was like, here you go. You, you, you make these corrections, and I guarantee you, you'll get an A. I never found out about it, but yeah. yeah we, I always we, tell Hooker that. He was at Whiskey Fish, and Cameron had, uh, well, the whole thing. Like, I was apprehensive about getting married, and and then we had talked. He had been looking at, like, rings, and I was like, don't give me a ring. Like, I don't. I won't wear a ring. Like, da-da-da-da. I was like, give I me something useful. I was like, just give me something useful. Like, you can get me a guitar. And he was like, okay. So we like start looking around for guitars and we end up, I, I, I decided on one and we, we were back to the original store and I was like, oh, this is just the one at what? We looked at a lot of really cool guitars we looked and at a lot one. of really cool music shops all over. All over the state. The state. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we, cause we were traveling and playing at the time and I was like, let's just stop here. Let's just stop here. You know, we looked at a lot of really cool places and, and you'll find some gems in those spots. Yeah. It was awesome. But I was dead set on the one I got, which is the Gretsch. And, um, and it's just gorgeous. And so we were at the store, uh, getting it or, or sorry, looking at it. And Cameron was like, you got a box for this thing, man. And, like, we had talked about it being a substitute for a ring, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And he's like, you got a, you got a case that fits this? And the guy's like, yeah. He was like, well, wrap it up. Like, and I was like, wait a minute. Are we getting this right now? Like, this is, we're buying this today? Like, and Cameron's like, yeah, we'll get it right now. And so, I'm just, I've never gotten a brand new electric guitar, ever. And, um... And he's like, we get in the truck, and he's like, all cool, calm, and collected. And I'm like, wait a minute. He was like, what? And I was like, well, we talked about this being like an engagement ring type deal. Like, does that are we engaged at this point? Like, and he was like, well, will you marry me? And I was like, oh, well, sure. Oh, you know, it heart. was just that's all it was. Oh it my was so, heart! It was so like he was uh. so calm about it, and I was like, geez. You know, That's so adorable. So then we told Hooker, and he was like, he was like, I swear to God, he was like, I will get, uh, what is it called, ordained? Yeah. If y'all let me marry you, and so we we're like, okay, cool. So he did, and uh, we just called him up on New Year's Day, and we were like, okay, today's the day. You want to meet us at Atlas? Like we had just. Was there? Any, did you guys tell anybody? No, we went into that Atlas. That is fucking great. We went into Atlas, had a beer. There was like three, four other people in there. Yeah, it was... It was right before the Alabama-Clemson game. All of our friends that bartended were there, you know, and we didn't tell anybody. And we walked right outside. Yeah, we just kind of sat around and drank beer and talked with Hooker for a little bit, kind of visited with him and... uh and then he was like, all right, guys. He's like, I'm going to get back to the game. Can we, you want to listen? I'm going to get back down to the house to watch the game. Like, you know, you want to do this? And we're like, yeah, sure. So we walked outside. We got married right where we met, like the spot we were introduced. That's fucking beautiful. Yeah. So 
We didn't do rings or anything, but we ended up getting tattoos. Society of the Cross Keys. Society of the Cross Keys. Oh, man. Because we're also, yeah, we're extreme we're like, like Wes Anderson. We're like Wes Anderson freaks. The files. Do you know, I've I've tried and I couldn't, I, I, I just couldn't do it. I tried with the Tenenbaums. I tried with, uh, shit, what was the other one I watched? I um, we friends anymore. No, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> Did you I watch know. Darjeeling? The no. Did you watch Grand Rushmore? Okay, wait. Fantastic you gotta come to the house. Just... I've watched. The only one that I watched was a real ten bombs. Okay. okay, that's fine. Okay, we'll we'll convert you. Okay, I'm fine that's with fine. that. We have all of them except well, for bottle. Rock. We can lure you with cake. <laughs> oh, we have cake and other things, and you can come see all the animals. Absolutely. And we can watch like four movies. I, I, you know, in one sitting, <laughs> I'm a movie watcher. I'll we'll watch hands two movies. On you. We'll I'll watch two movies tonight before I go to bed. We'll lay right hands on, on you, so, so you'll be a Wes Anderson person. Hey, listen, I grew up in the church. I know the power of laying hands. Oh gosh, yeah we 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 like uh we like Wes Anderson and the Society of the Cross Keys. Basically, the representation representation of the tattoo is like um in the movie. The Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah. Um, all the concierges, there is a society of the cross keys. And it's all of the head um, concierges. And they call on each other in times of, like, ultimate distress and trouble. And um, oh, they're nice. like, Yeah, they're, like, always there. Like, there's a big scene where they're, like, calling from phone to phone and phone to phone. And they're, like, always there for each other no matter what. Oh, that's thing. sweet. So, Yeah. Well, good. I don't mind that. I, yeah, like I said, and I, I don't even think I made it very far into the uh, the Tenenbaums because I might have been just like that are one, all those movies like this. And and, and I because uh, Jared Smith, not Smitty. Do you know Jared Smith, not Smitty? I don't. I think I've met him. He used to I hang out like, at Bubba's all the time. He played I, trivia with us. I feel like I do know him. And He's I've, a like I said, I haven't been around in like two yeah. years outside of gigging. So. And obviously, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, it, it, it spend as much time alone as 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 po- as you need right. to get through the things that you're trying to work through, yeah. because that's absolutely necessary. But but Jared Smith is a big proprietor of Wes Anderson as well, and he he their team name was Zisu nice. when they played trivia <laughs> like Team Zisu. <laughs> And, and yeah. Well, I have a Wes Anderson sleeve that I'm working on with a local tattoo artist. Um, so I'm going to eventually have a whole sleeve of Wes Anderson stuff. I've had a Harry Potter sleeve idea forever Dude, that I'll never do. do it. I'll probably never Why do it. Why not? Because I, I don't know. I just, it's it, not to, not to think I know that I got a lot of listeners out there who enjoy the tattoos and things. Don't think this at all. I just, I spent... I got three tattoos, and like they they cost X amount of dollars, and I'm like, I think I might just get a T-shirt, <laughs> you know, like. No, like, I get it. I get it. But, I totally get it. Yeah, and it costs a little. It costs money, and not only I've been trying to make more frugal decisions, but. I also look at these tattoos that at the time I got them, I really wanted them and really thought I I really wanted, and I wish I could take them away now. Yeah. 
so I don't want to have like some elaborate, really expensive piece that I really want right now that I won't be able to take off. Well, and I know you, that you can these days, but you know, if you're going to do it, it sure hurts. Who does that? Who does yeah. That? Who does that? Like, yeah. I, gotta, yeah, I do it like, for I the pain. Got, the ink's just, just got, a souvenir. I just got that done. And it's the bullhead. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, but now I just want to show it off. So I like have to wear short shorts all the time. So roll tide. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> well, that seems like a good place to. That seems like a good place to end it. I always give the opportunity for my guests to uh, give suggestions of things to watch and listen to. Oh, sweet! So, got, give them give them three things to listen to or three things to watch. Wes Anderson. Yeah, anything by Wes Anderson. Anything by Wes Anderson for sure. Um, as far as listening to. I've been on a Exile on Main Street kick here lately. So. Ron Adams? Uh, <laughs> Rolling Stones? Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I think I'm not. Good. I'm that serious. I think Ron Adams recorded a, a Exile on Main Street cover album. I think. I would believe it. Ryan Adams I would have to like. Fucking cool that way. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've kind of been all over the place lately, but um, I've been listening. I just got. Uh, Aaron Ray, her album, um, and it's called E R I N or E R I N R A E. Okay. Um, I just got her new oh album, and I bought it from her out of her hands. Shout out, Aaron um, Ray. Yeah. Uh, putting on airs, and um, she is signed right now with John Paul White's record label. Yeah. Out of Alabama. Roll Tide. Yes, Roll Tide, and um, he's a Roll Tide fan. He's incredible he saw her open for one of his friends and said he was just captivated by her voice and like her sound she is so unique um and uh her new album is it's it is very very well done and we got to meet her actually at the great eagle in Asheville. Uh, we played up in Black Mountain North Carolina a week or so ago and she was at the great eagle and we um, missed her show missed because the show we were eating, we were dim, eating sum. dim sum and uh oh man yeah but well like we knew the show was going on but we had seen the white buffalo also listen to the white buffalo um yes listen to the Aaron ray the white buffalo yeah white buffalo oh my god jake smith he's amazing sweet sweet just put out an album yes sweet sweet just put out an album. oh yeah i've definitely I, I, I uh yeah but like i've definitely suggested that so one. at the white buffalo show uh the start time was a lot later and we didn't even, I didn't even think about the fact that it was a Monday night. So we went and got dim sum and I was like, we'll just go. She'll just be starting. <laughs> she was already done. And I rolled up in there and I was like, look, and I talked to her. She talked to us for like, probably like 15 minutes. She was so cool. So genuine, so sweet. And her album is, it's really good. It's, it's, you really know what it's called? Putting on airs. Putting on errors or airs? Airs. Yep. And, uh... Like an heiress or an A-I-R? A-I-R-S, I believe. I think so, too. It might be A-I-R-E-S. Yeah, she's... I don't know if there's an E. I'm not sure. There there might be an E. I'm not sure. I'll, I'll, I'll Google it for uh, for descriptive purposes. But yeah, she's, she's great. She's really good. As far as... Now, new. right yeah. now, yeah, right now she's on tour, 
And she, uh, like I said, she's on John Paul White's label, which, you know. The, yeah, to yeah, me, he not, can do no wrong. Absolutely. And, I, gosh, I love the Civil War. I remember seeing oh. Joy Williams when she was still Joy Williams, yes. like, doing Christian music. Yes. Like, with New Song and Jars Blonde of Clay. Hair. Yeah, like, dancing around the stage. Yeah. Like, New Song was her backup band. Yeah. And uh, Christian Christian music people, which I don't know if there's uh, a lot of you out I, there, but... I, I, I was a worship leader at Christian yeah. United for a while. Yeah, the third day. So, yeah. And we did all that stuff, and... Um, but, yeah, she... Uh, and I love... But I love John Paul White, too. Like, his album, um, his first album that I really got into... Uh, the one with Alien on it. I never listened to any of his solo stuff. Oh, God, you totally I need to. I was telling Wars. Michael Hooks the other day about his solo stuff. And he, his sound, so I think the majority of the sound of the Civil Wars is John Paul White. Like, that's my take on it. Joy Williams is great. Like, she's a wonderful, um, wonderful vocalist and pianist. But he had that sound before she came around. Yeah, that rustic just just as yeah. much as like iron and wine is Sam B. Yeah, you yes. So you've totally yeah. totally check out his album. Um he just put a new one out. Um all of the the names are escaping but he names his albums different things like they're very different. Um but I do know uh the first album has a tree on the front of it. The second album um but it's John Paul White I'll, both I'll, of his uh, albums. The one with Alien on it. Alien's one of my favorite songs, maybe ever. Probably like top 25. John Paul White is a monster. Yeah, he's amazing. Well, any final thoughts, guys? Any any uh, any words of wisdom to, to leave the, the fine listeners of My Stuff podcast with? Thanks for listening. Thanks for having us, man. Yeah, thanks, thanks for being here, guys. Seriously. This, this is, is a beautiful a- thing. This is a beautiful thing. Thanks for doing your thing too, because it's uh, it's pretty inspiring. Well, yeah, I really appreciate that. It's I, like uh, helping other people do their thing too, you know. Well, I I, I do this with, with with those intentions. I I don't. I've been through a lot of really dark places, which you guys have heard in in episodes past. But just I want to prevent anybody else from going to those places because i've been there i've walked through i know that i've got the map you know and and i've I've pretty much laid it all out here so thank you guys for listening thank you guys for being here thank you guys for listening (laughs) y'all come out and see us sometime Come out and see Pearl. Where are you guys gonna be? Where are you guys gonna be playing over the next couple of weeks? Any, any uh, like? Uh, we're with the Winchesters this week. Um, on Friday, we're with the Winchesters at the warehouse in Conway, and then in on Saturday we have a private party that we're doing in '96, South Carolina, and then we're with the Winchesters at Dead Dog on on Shout Sunday. Shout out to the Boondocks. Yeah, <laughs> middle of nowhere, but we're at Dead Dog on Sunday, and. Um, but you can follow us on Instagram, and there is a link in our bio to our website and schedule. So, um, Perlino Instagram. Yeah. I'll leave. A, I'll I'll, uh, I'll add a link cool. to that to all of this stuff too. Sweet. And the following weekend we're in the Upstate. Yeehaw Brewing in Greenville, Delaney's in Spartanburg. How's that? I've heard a lot of good things about that place. Delaney's. I love Delaney's in Irish Pub in Spartanburg second. is our second. Really? Not even kidding. I f- 
feel more comfortable there on that stage than I do at most of our stages. The, the long term wow. management recently, within the last year, uh, took over. Like they bought the they place. And they're so cool. They're such great people. That's so good. They, got a, a, they got a good business going there. Two husband and wife. Two husband and wives. Like, um, that yeah. own it now. And they're as big a fan as Jason Isbell. It's probably you will ever, you'll ever, you'll ever, ever meet 20, like, 30 times a year that you see them. That's so, so badass to hear. Yeah. I've seen a lot, I see a lot of really heady bands like playing those places and we never got in there. Yeah, we go up to do the North Carolina thing every now and again, like Blowing Rock and Boone and make those rounds. But. Yeah, that would be that would be super. I'd love to do that. Yeah, Delaney's is, they just book their own stuff, and Brian does it, and he's, and he lo- they love music, and it's a super cool place. Yeah, shout out Josh Brandon for hooking that up. Yeah. Thanks, Josh. Josh that up. Oh, JBB. <laughs> Y'all want to play in Spartanburg? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. You can see, you can see him and, uh, and, and Greg Payne and the Piedmont Boys like every what's it, couple of Wednesdays they do. Yeah, they do. They a, do a pint night. night, pint night down there. Uh, I hear they drink a whole bottle of Jaeger. That surprises nobody. No. <laughs> Shout out to all those guys. Hell yeah, man. Shout out to all you listeners. Shout out to all you listeners. Well, thanks guys for being here. Thank you guys for listening. We're going to... Uh, we're coming in at two hours and twenty-three minutes so far. This is a good talk, and you know what? It feels like about thirty minutes. Yeah. I have no concept of time, though. I, don't so. I was sitting so... here thinking about that earlier. I was like, "Dang, I'm like so comfortable. We're just like chatting it out." Yeah. Like, but this it's is... something that we should do as people, like as friends. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. And and nobody's had a drink. You can, like, yeah. you can do this. Like anybody can do this. Anybody and can you do can this. Share yeah. how you feel with people, and you can do it off camera and off yeah. microphone. It's we like, just, yes. Yeah. Just been. Pretty well. I've been looking forward to this specifically to be able to sit here and connect with you for a bit. Well, I have been looking forward for the same reason. I don't know. We're going to do this. Love each other, people. Man, I love the shit out of (laughs) y'all. Goodness. All right, listeners. That's all we got for you today. Perlino, going to give you some Instagram uh, links for that. Do the, the, the Facebook things What you got to do Guys do the Facebook We're going to get you individual We want you to know who these people are Because they're beautiful, amazing people Who save cats on the side of the road In the middle of the night Like these are the best people in the world I'm just here to let you know Thank you for listening listeners Peace bitches